A PI investigates the death of a water department official. A surveillance expert tortures himself over a recording job. A stand-up comic battles addiction and obscenity laws. The world's tallest building catches fire. And the Corleone saga continues. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 1974. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to. Godfather Part Two. That's what the movies do. That's what they are. In a little ball. Hey, Craig. Hey, Mego. You were in Santa Barbara yesterday. I'll tell you what. I'm not not hungover. It wouldn't be a podcast or a day of the week if that was not a true statement that you were saying. So the problem is, is now I it's a my body's tricking me. It's uh-huh. like playing tricks on me because I woke up this morning and I was like, I feel pretty good. I took yeah. a shower. I washed yeah. my hair for the first time in a week, and then um, like as the day goes on, I'm like, oof, magoof. It is. Yeah. It's like. It's hitting me at a later state. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to really power through. I do have another beer right here. Yeah. Um, it is a modern times. Yeah, we, just in case there's any um, I shouldn't have read the label. listening. Yeah, right? <laughs> I shouldn't have read the label because it says rosé, and I just had a lot of wine yesterday. We went to, uh, I worked for a little bit, and then we went to a German beer hall in Pasadena. Oh. My brother's. Well, guten tag. Right? It was actually pretty that cool. That was German. And then there was a friend's pub crawl, trivia pub crawl, that came through about halfway through the Ugh, time we were there. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it was really strange. but um, It was nice. We had a couple pretzels. Why is everybody obsessed with friends all of a sudden now? Netflix, baby. Um. Yeah, I was on Netflix, and okay. people don't like today's television. They like to live in the past. <laughs> and Speaking honestly, of living in the past, yeah, our guest is a part of our past. Old friend yes. from college years, mm-hmm. Nelson Franklin. Nelson here. Franklin's with us. Hi, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. <laughs> hey, Nelson, <laughs> thank you for taking time out of your much busier than Megan and I schedule to be with us. Already, I don't like the way that I, I'm already uncomfortable. Why? So you, did a, you did a real, like, lean forward and speak low. <laughs> right, I'll try to be less on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, We're yeah. just friends here. We yeah. get it. The yeah. consummate performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I, it's just because it's been slow for me lately. So, yeah, you know, so you're just you know, trying, like, you're trying to get any sort of acting. I got a job. Did you hear? <laughs> I'm on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do How's it you, going? Yeah, when things are going slow for you, um, do you ever like fall back and just like practice your Roy Cohn stuff at home? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. My greatest achievement, <laughs> yeah. which was. Were you in Angels in America? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was. Do you not remember? It was because you had left Adler at that time. Oh, I guess. Okay. There, if, for those who uh, are listening at home, we went to uh, Tisch School at NYU, and there's six, probably more now, uh, different acting schools. And you could sort of switch around. And, and Nelson and I were in the same acting school for quite some time. Yeah, at least two years. Yeah. No, it must have been. Three? That. No, two Did years. You, and then you probably left, right? Two and you a went half. went to Stone Street. Because I right. went to Stone Street for the second half. And okay. That. Yeah. So after you left, uh, we did parts one and two of Angels of America, where I played Roy Cohn, even though I'm two feet taller than him. <laughs> 
and my voice is 25 octaves lower than his. Whatever. I yeah. played Juanita in Come Back to the Five and Dime, Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if you have looked at me recently, but I don't know that I can pull up. My wife played, uh, was in West Side Story and played Anita in high school. Is that right? So, yeah. Awesome. And she is, her last name is Kelly, so. <laughs> not so much. Wouldn't yeah. fly today. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's yeah. cancel culture for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we did many scenes together, Megan and I. We were in yes. the same, what do you call it, group or whatever. Uh, yeah, group and mm-hmm. the whatever. Do you find that I was a good acting partner? Yeah. Yeah. I was really, we became friends quickly because you were super cynical and talked shit about everybody. Yeah. Which was good because we went to acting school and all our friends were like, thought they were professional actors even yeah. though we were 17 or whatever. <laughs> and you but really. But Nelson and I knew better. What does this guy think he is? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which is good. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you had to do the. <laughs> I want to tell the story of, uh, just so everybody knows, so this is uh, public record. Nelson would did a puppet show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember pretty torn apart for it. Yeah, we we had these we had this thing called a poetry project, which is we got four weeks off for Christmas, which is a long time. Mm -hmm. And they were like, while you're gone, prepare a performance. And I was like, certainly not. It's my fucking time (laughs) off. I'm not gonna be back in Los Angeles. And by the way, enjoying the 65 degree Christmas weather. (laughs) More like 85 (laughs) degrees, but. I refused to do it, so I came back two days before it was due, mm-hmm. and so I had to throw something together, and you had to use three pieces of text that were not original and sort of string them into a performance. And I ran it for Megan the night before it was due, just mm-hmm. to, and you loved it. Oh, I loved it. I and was like, I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, I can't believe you did this in two days. <laughs> it's gonna kill. I got a hard F on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it brought the house down. People liked it. People loved it. Listen, it, I will be fair. I worked on it, mine, much longer. Really? And I think mine was, if not an F, a D. Right. <laughs> they, only, they only liked Theo's. They only liked Theo's. And maybe Becky Karen. Be- Becky did well, too. Yeah. Theo Stockman, Broadway actor. Yeah, Theo Stockman, Broadway actor. He, he climbed a ladder. It was very metaphorical. They yeah. loved it. Yeah. They fucking loved it. You, you and I moved to Hollywood, and <laughs> uh, right. yeah. you dropped I mean, off everybody. Yeah, I will say... I saw Theo in American Idiot, and he was on a ladder in American Idiot. <laughs> Are you Holy serious? At a certain shit. point, so or like some sort of moving uh, thing. So I mean, he just knew where where it was going to work wow. for him. Wow, Nelson, you do all that puppet work now. Yeah. yeah, that is so crazy. I didn't use it to be clear. I I took scenes from Raging Bull, my favorite movie. Uh huh. Glenn Gary, Glenn yep, Ross. Yep, I remember that. That's- I remember now and you the third said one you were was, a college student at Stella <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the third was uh, Bert and Ernie. And I, I did the scene with a sock puppet. And I just was talking to a sock puppet who had slept with my wife. That's how it started. Sure. Uh, and the sock puppet had a French accent. I, it's so crazy that you remember this because I literally remember that mine was went fine. Yeah. I couldn't fucking tell you. You don't remember what you found? Not um, a guy. No idea. Probably it was like Dave Jane Eggers. Austin. Jane Austen. <laughs> but I'm a good student. It was something from <laughs> something from Emma. Yeah. Because yeah. you didn't want to be like do sentences. No, that's yeah, pride, too pride obvious. Pride yeah. is too obvious. Yeah. Too obvious. Maybe like love be, and friendship. Yeah. yeah right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I wanted to be like what, way more underground yeah. than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I promise you they were all women. I'm sure. Sure, they were. sure. Yeah. I'm sure they were. Well, you know, thank God for you. Oh, God. We had to go, after we did those. I'm sorry I brought this up. We had a whole day where we had to 
go to, we would, would sit around in the common room and sort of area of the Stella Adler studio, mm-hmm. and one by one we would go to a different room where each of the teachers was, a voice teacher, a movement right. teacher, and blah, blah. And they each gave me an F one by one and were like, what were you doing? What, you were sitting in a chair, there's no movement there. And then the next person would say like, all those obscenities, we've been teaching you Shakespeare for two years, all you could do is say fuck you, fuck you, whatever, it was unbelievable. <laughs> and you uh, came out and just like back into the common room and you were like, what the fuck, man? Like, you, I thought you said this was good. And I was like, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, and, yeah. I don't know. I, I was, just set him up. It, overall, I was a good student, a good acting student. I did well. That was my one huge mistake. But it was the one thing they made me do over Christmas break. Yep. I never had to do sure, anything. Sure, sure. Excuses, yeah. excuses, excuses, excuses. Anyway, yeah. that's been, this is uh, College Talk. So thanks for joining us. Have a good week, guys. <laughs> See you next time. Now, have you always, you've always been a movie fan. Sure. Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, no. And this has been good because I've only... This is the first time you've ever watched a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Of these movies, I had only seen Chinatown and um, Godfather 2. I hadn't seen any of the other ones. So this has been great for for me to catch up on these. I had never seen uh, Lenny or Towering Inferno before this. I had only seen... I had never seen any of these movies. You never saw The Godfather 2? Oh, no. I'd seen Chinatown. I've never seen Godfather 2. What the fuck? fuck? I saw... No, I only saw The Godfather a few years ago. Oh man, that's you know one of the good ones. <laughs> My, <laughs> that's one of the good ones. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, I feel like I do watch a lot of movies, but there's there's a blind spot when it comes to like I don't know. I'm not that. I don't know. I don't. I hesitate to say like dude movies because that's not right. I don't mean it like that. It's right. Like, gonna sound, but I just am like it, it never like piqued my interest. I also don't really like Pacino. So, right. Well, this is like the best Pacino ever yes. was or will be, basically. No, yeah. and I, listen, and I understand that, and <laughs> yeah. I see that now, and yeah. I, guys, thanks so much for having me watch this. You know, yeah, you're welcome. You know who plays a pretty good Roy Cohn, actually, is Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. he does. Not he does. bad. Not well. Nothing on you, though, buddy. No, <laughs> nothing on you. No, too short for my taste, Pacino, yeah. in the room. <laughs> sure. Um, should we jump into this? Yeah. yeah. Um, then we'll start with the first alphabetical nominee, which is Chinatown. Chinatown. Now we are sitting in a empty riverbed here in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, uh, <laughs> recording this because we wanted to really be in it for the Chinatown portion. Yeah. So yeah. this is working out perfectly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of blacked out because I was trying to think of a joke where I could be like, "Hey, forget it, Greg." <laughs> you can. You've still got time. Well, you can do it. Why yeah. don't you do it at the end? Okay, at the end of, of the segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 the then, then we can move it on to yeah. the next thing. Okay. Yeah. I gotta say, oh, if, if this movie had come out any other year besides the year that The Godfather Two would have come out, I I feel like this would have won like ten Academy Awards. No, it's, yeah, and it's it's, yeah. it's so it's it's again we watched a lot of uh, these a lot of old movies on this for this fucking <clears throat> thing. Yeah, and when you know, there's a reason why that is that movie is stuck around because it's it you, if it came out today, it it's, would be yeah. just as relevant. It's absolutely incredible. Of course, if it came out today, it would not be released in the United States because it was directed <laughs> by Roman Clay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they were much more chill with that kind of thing back then. So we should we should throw that out. We'd like to throw it out first and just talk yeah. about we do our best to separate the art from the artist yes. um, as much as we can and we will. So we just like to mention it first, particularly when we're in the 70s. We've done a bunch of Woody Allen movies. Of course. We've done a couple of Polanski movies. This was yeah. directed by Roman Polanski, mm-hmm. star of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Polanski was in uh, Chinatown as the guy, the like sort of muscle guy with yeah, the gun. Yeah, that yeah. cuts his nose. Yeah, I kind of didn't realize that the first time around, and then I was like watching it. I was like, hey, is that the guy from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? And then <laughs> yeah. They yeah, were, yeah, I was like, yeah, no, it is for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, 
Yeah, this movie is, it's, there's, I like movies about L.A. Uh-huh. As somebody that lives in L.A. Likes, lives mm-hmm. here and, and likes it. Um, and, uh, yeah, this movie is fucking good. Faye Dunaway's eyebrows oh. should have their own Oscar. What a year for Faye Dunaway, right? Yeah. Picture. My yeah. God. And she gets to go, she's my sister. She's my daughter. Famous. She's my sister and my daughter. Oh, yeah. I was actually, um, in watching that, because I'd seen Chinatown before, I was like, it must have been... I wish I could go back and not know that twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it is hard to now watch this movie when you know that's the twist. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, she's so cagey about it for yeah. the first half. Yeah. I remember gasping about that. And yeah. I mean, it's amazing. It's yeah. And it took me like to the fourth, she's my daughter. I was like, why does she keep lying? Yeah. She's just, oh, no. <gasps> you know, oh, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, it's both. Yeah. But in 75 or whatever, when this yeah. came out, people in the theater must have been shitting yeah. their pants. Yeah, totally, 100%. Especially because they're played by legend, uh, legendary director himself, Jack Houston. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so, that guy, he's oh, such a creepy. fucking creep in that in creep. this movie. And he never really apologizes. And yeah. then I love that at the end, Why would he, uh, he gets away from, Yeah. It's disgusting, yeah. Yeah, no, he says, like, what does he say? He says, like, I want to, like, like you don't know what you're capable of doing. Like, sometimes shit happens or whatever. Like so, Sometimes you, shit happens. Sometimes you fuck your daughter God. and impregnate her and then she has a baby. It mm. happens. God. Get over it. So. Move on. <laughs> Next. Water execs, the only people who want to buy property in the valley, am I right? <laughs> yeah. I went to high school in the valley. I have a sweet spot for I it. I live but in I, the valley. Do you? I, yeah. I like it out there. Well, I try to avoid it. Well, so. You try. And often <laughs> succeed. Yeah, all right. Um, I think Nicholson is sort of the perfect like Bogart for the seventies. Ah, he's so fucking good. Yeah. I can't imagine as good as there were a lot of great actors in that period. I can't imagine anybody else like really doing this role the same justice that Nicholson does it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I think he's, he's except for there's one man that maybe could have done it. Our boy Roy. I think Roy Scheider could have played this. Oh, Roy, Roy Scheider. Oh, you guys yeah. are fans. <laughs> Roy Scheider could play anything. Yeah. Roy Scheider can get it. I love Roy Scheider. This is like the best Nicholson thing that he's ever done. Yeah, I think, so too. I think so, too. Yeah. He's, he's, unre- he's like restrained in it. In oh, except for Ironweed. Have you seen, seen Ironweed? No. Awesome. No. Don't see Ironweed. <laughs> okay. Terrible. <laughs> it's very bad. He's yeah. very bad. Uh, yeah, I just think, uh, I don't know. I think he's fucking great in it. Mm-hmm. Lots of interesting shots, like through his camera lens and stuff. And yeah. Like, Deservedly uh, won best screenplay, incredible screenplay. Yeah. In fact, I looked it up and the WGA voted this, the Chinatown screenplay, as the best screenplay ever written. Wow. Robert Town, Robert really? Town right? Robert Town, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, incredible. No Jews in the old folks. <laughs> Yeah, that was an incredible. <laughs> the Jewish persuasion or something, yeah. what did he say? Is it the Jewish persuasion? No. Oh, my well, God. Well, then that's great. Yeah. Yep. Um, I love that Orange Grove chase. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. such like a great chase scene. And speaking of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, totally ripped off a lot of shots from this movie. Yeah. You know, really, because, uh, yes, there's the old L.A. Uh, excuse me, it's Tarantino. It's an homage. It's, it's not a yeah. rip-off. Man, he is the homage. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but Don't specifically, <laughs> you know, the opening shot of that movie, Once Upon a Time, I mean, after they do the little interview with uh, Leo and Brad Pitt yeah. in mm-hmm. black and white, the first shot is a fixed camera in the car as they back up. They do like a 360 turn. They start driving. Oh, yeah. It's like shot for shot. Exactly. I love all those like rear view mirror shots yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's absolutely yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, you're right. It's great. And it's, and the, and the <laughs> end is so so bleak oh. and so and like the 
and you barely see, like it's it's a quick cut of her like her eyeball, her eyeball dude. Just Holy shit, dude! Oh, yeah. shot. Unbelievable. But it's, what a crazy shot! Yeah, yeah. just when they the, the way her body falls. Well, I, I meant like for the police officer. Oh, the police officer. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a hell of a shot. She's yeah. driving away in a car. Yeah, in the dark. Yeah, for her to get that get that right through <sighs> her eye. I do is uh, give that guy a medal. Yeah. He's a, so there's also some like beautiful foreshadowing there because there's an earlier scene where Faye Dunaway like rests her head on the steering wheel oh, yeah. and the horn blasts and you really don't think anything of that. Yeah. And then when she gets headshotted at the end there, you hear the horn yeah, again. Just and, going. And I was like, <gasps> you know, I knew it right away. It was beautiful. She uh, put her head down again. Yeah. Why isn't she, she driving was, away? She got a little tired. Don't relax right now. <laughs> yeah, Get out of here. And even the way that little girl... That little girl, that girl screams is so, it's Ugh. not like a regular scream. Like yeah. there's something up, you know, well, obviously product of incest, like there's something up with her. It's, right. It's such a. But you know what? Uh, I was, I mentioned that to, who was, I mentioned it to Georgia, my wife, Georgia. And I said, well, you know, she seems like pretty good for an incest child. And Georgia informed me that the first offspring of incest is okay. It's usually okay. Huh? It's, oh, just it's just after that. that continue going. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we have to assume that he he probably... Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, there's, he's going to have family, sex with his granddaughter. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> that baby's in trouble. Maybe. Yeah, that baby yeah. is going to... You have sex with your granddaughter. Now, now or... No, no. So do you think that's why the royals, it's such a big thing, like the first child, um, like, takes over, as opposed to... Because that's the least <laughs> fucked up one. Right, yeah. The least <laughs> fucked up one, yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting thought. Hmm. Wow. Wow. Was this based on any true conspiracy about the water in L.A.? I didn't look it up. I didn't think. I'd never heard of it. I don't know. It. I didn't look that up either. I did yeah. think it was interesting. I was we are thinking in a about desert. it. And yeah, I was yeah. like, it's so interesting. So many, like, classic genre fair is built around water politics. Because I was thinking about Fury Road, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And that whole movie is basically about water politics also. Yeah. I was like, huh. A lot of water politics. Well, in the future, when yeah, we are no in, the, in, the, in, the, in the great climate wars, yeah. um, we'll look back on these, we'll yeah. look back on all those movies as great foreshadowing of like, guys, why didn't we listen to Roman Polanski? Yeah. If we, he had some great ideas. He had ideas. some great ideas about a lot of things. Great ideas. Um, we should say rest in peace, Jeffrey Epstein, since we're talking about Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yes, dear friend of Roman Polanski. Yeah. Uh, Forget it, Craig. Yikes. It's my apartment. Can we move on? <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, someone listening right now is like, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, like, we have one listener probably. We agree like, with what? That Jeffrey Epstein fucking fucked little girls? What's happening? And he's sad that he's dead. Oh, what? yeah. Yeah, there's somebody out there that's sad about it. If that's true, I'd want to hear from them. No, meaning I mean, not don't, like t- don't tweet at us. Yeah, don't. Please right. don't. Please don't. Anyway, moving um, on. <laughs> The conversation. Was this uh, problematic? Do we need to cut all of this out? <laughs> I mean, what's not problematic these days? We're laughing at his death. I think that yeah. puts us on the right side. Right, we're, la- yeah. we're laughing at his suicide. That's right. That's very true. Right. Question wink, mark. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um, the conversation. Yeah. One of two Francis Ford Coppola movies nominated for Best Picture. Did this he year. direct this too? He, he did. did, and he wow. wrote it, and he was nominated for directing and writing both of, wow. in one year. And I wonder if anyone's ever had that happen before. We know there's been double directors. Soderbergh did Traffic and Aaron Brockovich the yes. same year. Yes. Um, I think we looked this up at the time. Like our our big one, still I think one of the greatest artistic feats in history, though not nominated for two Academy Awards, is. 
Schindler's List and Jurassic Park. Holy oh, yeah. shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. He was doing, what did we say? What did the thing was? He was shooting Schindler's during the day, and, and at night he would go and, and edit, edit Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. That seems psychotic. Yeah. And they're both so fucking good. Yeah. I can't believe that. I think, yeah. I think next. Totally different, though. Yeah. You know, which is so incredible. For me, it's the second greatest artistic achievement behind Michelangelo doing <laughs> <laughs> David the and the Apple and the David. It's, it's that and then Spielberg. I know we're laughing about that, but I think you're right. You're pretty, like, yeah, it's pretty, yeah. pretty much on. Yeah. I can't this believe This is it. also really good. Ford Coppola is obviously amazing. Oh. I had never even heard of this movie before. It's Me neither. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I just watched it this morning, so it's very fresh Yeah, uh, for me. Hackman is great. Um, and uh, I like Harrison Ford in this a lot. This uh-huh. is a pre-Star Wars Harrison Ford appearance. Yeah. Yeah, very young and hot or whatever. I have a thing for Harrison Ford. Yeah. Harrison Ford does not have a thing for me, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Well, if you met you. If you met me, I think we would get along. Well, yeah. he now has... We've talked about this on the virus before, but he now has an unfortunate earring, which is like a real, yeah. real fucking bummer. But young Harrison Ford can get it every single day day and yeah. night. Terry Gar is in this movie. Oh, she's incredible. She's great. One scene, doesn't matter, the best. We yeah. love Terry Gar She's great. Podcast. Yeah, Terry Gar's terrific. Um, um, John Cazale. But, by the way, this is the same year as Young Frankenstein, uh, which it Terry is? Gar was wow, also. Wow, really? Yeah, I read, because uh, I was looking up the nominations and it got nominated for Adapted Screenplay. A real shame it didn't win, honestly. I mean, fuck, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. Um, um, I wrote about this movie, this is how I felt the first time I watched it also, which was years ago, is it's weird because when I was watching the movie this time also, I find it a little bit of a jumble, and then it really sticks with you after you finish yes. it, I think. Yeah. Putting it together like, in a good way. Yeah, there were certain, like, there are certain like visuals in particular in the movie that, even though I rewatched this like 10 days, two weeks ago, like yeah. are still sticking with me, like the toilet overflowed oh, with blood. Yeah. And like just the whole end with him like tearing apart his apartment. Her uh, song really, the like uh, the song about the robin. Yeah. Really, the, the, I just love that they the pieces of that conversation are just repeated as repeated throughout the movie. It's it's like a, it's effective and it, it does make you it does make you feel a little bit like that paranoia. Yeah. Whatever. I wrote. We are, are all hairy now. What is that? <laughs> oh, Harry, uh, like, we're all living, I mean, I'm looking at your Amazon Echo over your shoulder, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, can you? Yeah. Harry Listen. would just be going crazy now. Yeah. Here's something insane that happened yesterday, because Harry would have shit his pants. <laughs> I was talking to Georgia, and she she was saying to me out loud, I was just sitting in a chair, yeah. didn't have my phone anywhere near me, and Georgia said to me, hey, what, do you, what are those things called? Those, like, giant stickers of football players that you can like stick on the wall and I said fatheads two hours later I'm scrolling through Instagram and no. there is a sponsored ad for no. fatheads yeah never never seen them before I have an Alexa also yeah I just triggered yours cancel that Alexa <laughs> uh, don't talk to her yeah. don't talk to her Alexa so, you're canceled yeah <laughs> So like, what the what happened there? And it wasn't on her phone; it was on my phone. That is yeah. upsetting. That is very upsetting. Did and you I, order one? No, certainly not. <laughs> I but, believe that. I believe anything you tell me about Epstein. I believe all of these things. Yeah, yeah it's wild. Wow, but, that is kind of crazy. Yeah, but Harry's right. I mean, this. At the end, all I could kept thinking was after he tore up his whole apartment and he was sadly playing a saxophone. Yeah. I was like, the mic's in your fucking saxophone, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing you didn't. But you know what? 
if he plays the saxophone and someone else is talking, right. they're not like going to get yeah. any of yeah. that. Or done. Yeah. I will only... say that's such a funny, that was such a funny, um, like, detail to have him be just like a big... <laughs> oh, very weird, right? Spires, that's, his, that's his one hobby that he does. It's for me. I do this for <laughs> Yeah, me. yeah, he I'm plays jazz. Yeah. yeah, jazz saxophone. God. Uh, also, I think Gene Hackman in this movie is kind of like a different Gene Hackman than we're used to. Like, yeah. he's mm-hmm. a lot, he, like, he's... Because he's lot. not as cool. Yeah, he's not as yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. He's, like, kind of a quirky... I, I, yeah. I, he's always kind of... I like Gene Hackman in yeah. everything else I've ever seen him in. He's always, like... There's also something, like, back on his heels about him at yeah. all times. We're yeah. usually, like... Like, we just did the French Connection all long ago, and he's, mm-hmm. like, very much, like... Yeah, in charge. Yeah. Yeah, but he's... he's Kind of, he's weird in this a little bit, and it's sure. and, but not in an effective way, like a um, affected way. Yeah, he just is more like it, I believe him as a as this person, I guess. Hey, he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. turns yeah, he's out good. John Cazale. John Cazale. I think we've talked about this before. One of his five movies he appeared in, mm. all of them nominated for Best Picture. Wow, just a crazy stat. And then he died. Um, and then he died. Wait, when did he die? How did he die? Cancer. You talking about Fredo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, man, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great in this. Yeah. Um, going back to the Harrison Ford thing, yeah. I remember, and I know this is true of Harrison Ford, but I feel like people always relate it to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That people always talk about how he had tried to make it as an actor and then he went back to carpentry. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the apocryphal story is, and then George Lucas cast him as Han Solo. Yeah. No, and it's no. like, no. Yeah, but that's not true because he was in this. He was in American Graffiti. American yeah. Graffiti was sort of the yeah. start of his, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. his, of his, of his yeah. actual movie yeah. star yeah. career. Because yeah. then he goes from that to the conversation and then he goes from that to um, Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. Which, then, by the way, Star Wars is a big risk. That was like a shitty movie right. to be a part yeah. of at the time. It was like, who fucking cares about and this? And I still movie? don't think you should have done it. No? Big career mistake, I think. Why? Because he because he got locked into. Uh, <laughs> no, he's fucking being an asshole. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. He's like, uh, I mean, I don't love the Star Wars movies, but why would anyone? Why would that be a career mistake for anyone? Talking about the like, original Star Wars movies. Uh, I like the first two. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I like um, Star Wars. I'll tell you a Harrison Ford story, which makes me like him a lot, because yeah. I think I think in the last fifteen years he has not been good in anything. I'm just gonna say that right. Um, I I'm, I sort of agree with you. I don't I I. I saw him in, I remember seeing 42. Do we see 42 together? Yeah. And I was, that was the first thing that I was like, oh, he is straight up bad. He's, He's not good. He's doing a Catherine Hepburn impression. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't want to do it anymore. So right. I'm like, don't make him do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I loved, loved that Blade Runner reboot, uh, which is yeah. controversial, I guess, but thought it was really, really well done. And... He's in these scenes with with Ryan Gosling, who is just blowing him out of the fucking water. Yeah. You know, it's like not even close. Yeah. Um, I think but, it's because he doesn't, yeah, because he doesn't, because it's everything that he appears in now is stuff, yeah. for the most part, is stuff that he, that is like, it's Indiana Jones and the fucking Crystal he just, Skull. Yeah, he yeah. He's gone Star on Wars record saying he basically wants to kill off all of his famous characters. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only this reason good he's start. doing this movie. Is yeah. he's like, so that nobody else can He's like, yeah, I'll movie. do another Indiana Jones too, sure. Look sure. what I've done to Rick Decker and Han Solo. You want me to do another Indiana Jones, guys? Yeah, I'll be in it. Like, yeah. So anyway, the story is, I went, this is years ago five, six, seven years ago, I had a meeting at, um, it was in the same building as Imagine Pictures, mm-hmm. okay? And I'm in the elevator from the parking garage on the way up, and the, it, the elevator stops on the Imagine floor, and Harrison Ford got in the Oh elevator. my God, I would die. And he reeked of weed, which is, I'm a huge pothead, so <laughs> it's like, I was like, 
fuck yeah, like, you know, just sort of <laughs> validating my whole thing. Yeah, and, your life uh, choices. He also looked like a 20s boxer. He was wearing, like, high-waisted pants with a white shirt tucked in and his sleeves rolled up. Oh, my God. Looked like he was about to have start. Did he have, like, yeah. a long, curly Q mustache? That's the only thing that was missing. Uh, he didn't, you know, he was stoned. He was just high as hell, and he smelled like weed. Like, he smoked in the car on the way over or whatever. Yeah. It was so amazing. Then, so what happened then? Did you blow him? <laughs> no, no. He got off on a floor before I got off, which is crazy. I don't know what he was doing in the building. Yeah, but just, like, going from one floor. He probably got on the up elevator by accident because he was fucking stoned. You know I mean? <laughs> anyway, I love that. That is cool. That's cool. I mean, he's, like, again, yeah, I think he's probably living his best life. He's good in this. And yeah, he's, I he mean, is. We, he's so yeah. great in Working Girl. And yeah. Like, He's a movie star, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Duvall is in this movie so uh, briefly. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. Well, clearly it was like Coppola just being like, hey, yeah. Bobby. Yeah, exactly. Come do, come do two days on this little film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know I know. I gave you three days off on uh, the game. I'll tell you what, I'll give you, I'll give you an extra scene in uh, <laughs> The Godfather 2. Yeah. Yeah, but he was effective. I mean... Uh, I mean, so much so though that I was just like, I thought there was more to it because when right. that's, I mean, I like that he was he's good in it obviously, and he's yeah. like very quiet listening to the conversation. Do we know what he was the director of? They never say, but are we? Is there any hunch? Mm, mm. Something to do with the government, right? I think so. Yeah, he says something like, "Oh, this is a government." He's like a federal. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck. But then why was Harrison Ford in on the plot? To spoiler alert, have him. <laughs> Murdered? Murdered? It seemed like he was yeah. because of the way he threateningly called what it. What a twist. I know. Yeah. It was that great. was a twist. That was fun. That's a yeah. scary moment in but, a movie that's not scary. Really. Yeah. No. It was like, great. He's just like up against that battle. Yeah. But after Hackman figures it out, he flashes back to uh, whoever the, plays the guy in the conversation. Yeah. Saying, having a different read on that line. Yeah. Instead of saying, like, he would kill us any chance he got, he would say, like, look, he would kill us. Us. Yeah. Yes. Insinuating, like, they're going to kill him before, you yeah. know what I mean? Right. They would, he would kill them. And I like that it's a different read because you start doubting what you heard. Yeah. Also, you know, it's good. We are all Harry Nelson. Yeah. 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 This movie could never be made now, though, because they would put that audio through, like, a program right. and it yeah. would be, like, <laughs> fully, like, functional in, like, 15 seconds and it'd be like... Oh, that's what they said. Okay, let's move on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked all the camaraderie of the surveillance guys. I like that they went to the convention. Yeah. It's weird to me that uh, Harry even goes out with them. Yeah. It was very strange that I thought that he brought them all back to his secret hideout. Yeah. yeah. That well, seemed way went, out of character. Don't underestimate how much he wanted to get laid. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The only other thing, so I, I was, I was, I thought it was weird that he brought all those people back to his like, you know, secret spy base, and I also didn't like the dream sequence. I thought that was a little weird. Which one was that? Oh, when he was in the yeah, and he was yeah. like talking to her or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, a lot of exposition. Like when I was a boy, I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah, I got my la- I got my laundry out and started folding it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, guys, we get it. You all watch the French New Wave directors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he goes and he looks and the tapes are gone and he goes, bitch. Yeah. And I was like, good read. Good read on yeah, that she's line. a bitch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she was a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, should we move on? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did I say everything I wanted to see? I say? don't know. Check your notes. I said, loving that sax. Yeah. Loving that sax. You know that I played the saxophone? You Did played you? the saxophone? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Yeah, alto sax for like all throughout elementary school, junior high, and part of high school. And wow. alto, that's a regular looking saxophone. It's like, it looks like his, but like the right. tenor, the mouthpiece goes like, bloop. Like a little uh-huh. bit, and the alto one just goes like that. What's the difference? Um, I think the alto is a little lower, or uh. like a little higher alto. Okay. Right. And um, anyway, that's a 
That's a fun fact about me. Yeah, it's, you still it's, have one like actually. My pa- actually, it's really funny that you say that because my parents dug it out of the <laughs> attic the other day yeah. because wow. they're they took it all the way across the country. Yep, they did. Yeah, because they're because you never know when you might want to pick it back up again. Yeah, and their gardener maybe they thought your son? future child would move <laughs> <laughs> that. That wouldn't be barren, but that my the gardener's son thinks or wants to start playing the alto sax. Well, they, they can't. Said, he, they can't have. He can't have yours. He said, "Can I have mine?" And I, it, like, I really, I felt a loss. It's yeah. a phantom limb, guys. Right. That's yeah. for me. a relic of your past. Can yeah. you still play? Do you think if you... I can still play "Tears in Heaven," which is wow. the first song that I learned to play on it? Cool. Clapton. Yep. Why would you learn that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how old were you? <laughs> I thought the story was really beautiful. It's a beautiful story. Uh, sure. And really is there sad. an arrangement of that song on a saxophone? <laughs> I mean, the answer is yes. And if not, your 100%. music teacher is incredible yeah. and transcribed. Did you ever think about getting like a job like somewhere where you could just sit in an elevator and play that? You know what? I thought this was now. more of a safe space, and I actually don't want to talk about my saxophone it's playing okay. anymore. You're a tall girl, and so it's a suitable instrument. Yeah, I was, I'm very tall, and, no. you know, I was uh, not, uh, you know, like, cool. Right. So I was in the band. Did you have to give it up because you wa- because sing. of your water polo career? <laughs> <laughs> it's another good tall person sport. You just didn't have the uh, breath control to do both water polo and yeah, practice the alto yeah, yeah. sax oh on the same God. day. I think about doing either of those things now, and it makes me so tired. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to finish this beer <laughs> real quick. Um, let's move on yeah. to Lenny. I liked it. Love Lenny. I liked me it a too. lot. I liked so, this movie a lot. He was so cute. He was really good. He, he looked adorable. exactly like Lenny Bruce yeah. somehow. Crazy. He's the second Lenny Bruce uh, iteration that I have a crush on. I also have a crush on the guy that plays Lenny Bruce on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah right. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's... I, this movie was fucking great. It's a great movie. Uh, I loved. Was this the first time they did that like faux documentary thing? I don't know, but I was like, wow, it, he made it work. Yeah, made it work like gangbusters. <laughs> gangbusters. At first, I was yeah. like, no, I don't think this is gonna work. And then by the end, I was like, that really worked. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. The, the actress who played his wife, Honey uh, Vivian or something, I can't remember her name. Um, she got nominated, thank God, because she yeah. was thank God, she was so amazing. And I kept watching those confessionals or her interviews, and I was like, this is what I needed from Margot Robbie in I Tanya. God damn. You know, yeah. it was like that's the way you do it. Yeah. It was beautiful and incredible. She wasn't like and seen. It was like right. totally conversational. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, that's a really good point. She that 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 is a really good contrast to draw. She really was it felt very like she felt very languid. Mm-hmm. Like that like just like very comfortable in like her surroundings. Like this is my house and the stuff with the Dog that would, would, just was fucking. Yeah. And when she's looking for the letters, and she's like, oh, "I can't find them." No, fuck. Find yeah. Them. yeah, yeah, whatever. Find them later. But she was so good in those parts that she was worse when she was actually in the movie. Yes, yes. I agree, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, Dustin Hoffman is great in this movie. So Can good. you imagine what a nightmare he must have been on set? <laughs> just knowing what we know about Dustin <laughs> yeah, Hoffman right. as an actor, like yeah. in this role, oh my like God. it oh. must have been. Unbelievable. Basically, today I know him as like the drunk guy at the Academy Awards, and I'm sure like this is gotta be. He must have been like on. I don't, I don't even want to. He was 100 percent the. He was Lenny at the end of the movie all the time yeah. off off camera. Just well, just like, like we talked long. about like Marathon Man a couple episodes ago, just because it was the same year, and we talked about that story with Lawrence Olivier where he like stayed up all night or something. And Wasn't he the one that got Alex up- fired? Yeah, that was later though. But in, <laughs> he probably deserved it. Yeah, but in this, he was like, you know, the story is that Olivier was like, or he, 
He said, oh, you know, yeah. how do you prepare for things like this? And Olivia was just basically like, I act. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's called acting. Yeah. yeah. But if he was, but in that he was, it was a story about a guy running from like a secret, like Nazi, like totally like this fictional thriller. And this, he's playing a real person. Yeah. yeah. It must have been. Oh, I can't even imagine. Bob Fosse's having like a heart attack, like literally <laughs> having a heart attack every That's single day. That's the other thing that makes, I'm telling you, both watching both, um, well, watching Fosse Verdon has really made these other Bob Fosse movies that we've watched yeah. come to life for me. Did you uh, watch Fosse Verdon? I haven't seen it, no. Guys, yeah, it's I good. can't talk enough about Fosse Verdon. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And um, I and I really liked um, NYU Tish Paul grad Brandon Uranowitz. No shit. Plays Lenny Bruce. Dustin Hoffman playing oh. Lenny Bruce in Fosse Burton. He plays Dustin Hoffman playing Lenny Bruce. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. shoes to fill. It's very And he was a nightmare on set. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, don't even he are really into character. Yeah. I have some friends in that, not to be a dick or whatever, but do you know who Aya Cash is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was she all right? Yeah, she was great. I love her so yeah, much. Yeah, she plays uh, Neil Simon's right, wife. Right, wife. Yes. Passes away. Yeah. Who I was... It was funny because we had... When I started watching Fosse Burton, we had just done... The year that Goodbye Girl got nominated, and Neil no. Simon was married to Marsha Mason at the time, and then in Fosse Verdon, I was like, "God, his wife seems so great. Their relationship seems so great. Why did he divorce this woman?" And it's like, "Oh, she, she died, died like bone cancer Ugh. or something." Like, yeah, it's very sad, but she's great in that. Okay, she's good. always great. No, she is great. always great. She yeah. was in my. She played my like fiance in my first TV series twelve years ago. Yeah, it was her first time like working in LA, and she hated it. Is that the one where um, somebody got fired for talking shit? Oh yeah. yeah! Oh, in the yeah after yeah. the pilot, yeah we recast Aya after this other. This is a good warning <laughs> to all our younger actor listeners. We had to do a, nice. a we had to do one day of reshoots for the pilot, and it was <laughs> not to name drop, but you know shit happens. Uh, who's also a good actress, and she we were doing this one day of reshoots. She didn't want to do it, and we were there on set, mic'd up, mm-hmm. and the studio people were there to like make sure, because they wanted the reshoots, right. so they came to oversee it. Yeah, And she was just talking shit, like, I can't believe we have to do this, this is so stupid, the pilot was fine as it was, these studio people are ridiculous or whatever, and they just fucking fired her, like, at the end of the day, you know, it was wild. Um, don't shit talk people when you have your mic on, because yeah. all those guys have the cans on, they're watching the, yeah. you know. Yeah, be nice to everybody, you don't know. Maybe We've the been recording a makeup. lot of stuff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly now we're so far back, almost everyone's yeah, dead, so it doesn't matter, matter anymore. Yeah. But hopefully no one listens to that 2008 episode. No. Uh, Maybe Polanski will never put us oh, in any pissed. of his things. Yeah, I guess sucks because cool. I was planning on flying to Paris. Yeah. Anyway, the movie's good, though. Um, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. My favorite line, I thought the funniest, I laughed out loud when... After they've sort of split up, Lenny and his wife, he's uh, he's picking up Chinese food at the Chinese restaurant, and the I can't I'm not going to do the racist accent. It's so much funnier when you do the super super strong Chinese accent. But the guy at the restaurant's like, I'm putting some extra fortune cookies for you and your beautiful wife. She's such a lovely woman. We love her so much. And he goes, We got divorced. You're better off. <laughs> Chinese guy did not skip a beat. It was like within a millisecond of him saying we got divorced. He goes, You better off. <laughs> Um, that uh, stand-up routine he does. That was really good. You did it. You did it. Sorry. Did don't, it. I'm so proud of don't you. Don't kick me out of Hollywood. I <laughs> Ooh, there's a thing. It's it's tied in with all this Bruce Lee stuff about what's about. <laughs> yeah. But now you're like in it. You're yeah, no, it. You're Um The stand-up routine about slurs is tense. Yeah, mm. it is tense. It's uncomfortable is to watch. Yeah. That's uncomfortable to watch. It's uncomfortable to him 
to watch him bomb at the beginning. I forget. Yeah. I'm like, that's why I don't go to stand-up shows anymore because like it's rough. It's rough, man. Yeah. It is. You don't know what you're gonna get, mm-hmm. and when it's either of those options, you know. Yeah. I get what the point that he was trying to make, but it was tough. And the end scene that was that's all where he's like where he's like super like on drugs. Yeah. And, and when he says, I'm sorry, I'm not oh, funny. Brutal. And it's, it's such a long, it's so They long never cut away. And they never cut it. It's they always stay right in that wide, too. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, I've been thinking about becoming, like, a conservative comedian. What like a conservative, like, stand-up. Yeah. Like Jerry Seinfeld? I mean, like, even more, like, right. Like, oh, oh, you meant, like, right wing. Like right yeah. Wing. I just yeah. thought you meant, like, conservative, because, like, not swearing. Because and I stuff feel like right. there's a big audience for that. And based on everything I've seen, you don't even really have to be funny to do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think it might be a good way to finally, like, yeah. like not break into the industry because uh, we all know the Hollywood liberals will never let me do, like, yeah, anything. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you could make some money touring yeah. around, like, I don't know. The South, the Midwest. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Northern California. I feel, like, I, I feel like you could tell all your Cal, friends bro. that you were doing, like, a bit. Yeah, sure. I think about Just to that. see how far you could take yeah, it. Yeah, how far yeah. can I take this? Yeah. And it's like, no, it's a parody. Mm-hmm. Don't tell them. We're really it's my actual views. I'll do it with you. Yeah. Yeah. Should we do like a like a like a vaudeville thing? Mm-hmm. Like go out on the road. <laughs> I'm like constantly barefoot and pregnant, and like you're like make me a sandwich, and then you like hit me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the guy who played Lenny's manager? I liked him. Uh, um. I guess we can. Oh that yeah, later. I like that guy too. At the end, again, when he's if there like, was only uh, a way go. to find out this yeah. information. It's when I came in the picture. Yeah, he was good in the confessionals too. I mean, who? I can't remember. His mom and his, like, aunt or whatever, his mom and his grandma were also great. They yeah. were very, like, everybody was very well It's a super cast. well-directed movie. Yeah. Who's yeah. that director? Bob, Bob Fosse. Fosse. Oh, Fosse. We just fucking talked about this. Sorry. Yeah. But he was great at, and was he the, the interviewer? Was he the voice of the interviewer? I have thought about that, too. I wrote that down. Uh. Do you, I wonder if he was. You know what? I don't know. And um, IMDb is not loading right now. Oh, bummer. But That's he was, shocking. those, uh, you know, interview scenes were so well done, so Great. well directed. He was, you know. I like that we never saw the interviewer. Artie Silver, him. is that the name of the manager? Uh, maybe, let me see that. Stanley Beck? Because Sherman Hart is, the, he's a right. stand-in for um, Milton Berle. Oh, he's yeah. supposed to be Milton Berle, basically. Get out of yeah. here, I see. And that was the kind of shit Milton Berle would, <laughs> was pulling back then? Yeah. Okay, got it. Interesting, you know, interesting. Just uh, the stereotypical, like, Catskills comic that doesn't, like, this new breed. Yeah. Of- Once again, so unfortunate. This would be a shoe in for best actor if it wasn't for Chinatown and The Godfather. I want yeah. all three of those guys and to win. None of them like- won. By the way. Oh, it was that fucking guy <laughs> from Mark uh, Carney. So weird. One for Harry and Tonto, which I really wanted to watch. Now I have to in watch. In the lead it. up for this, and it's not, you can't rent it streaming anywhere. But Dustin Hoffman must have like crashed his car that night after he lost. Well, it's crazy because we taught we just seventy five was the last I think it was the last year we had done before this, mm-hmm. um, and we talk about how actually Pacino and Dog Day Afternoon is mm. insane, and he lost to Jack Nicholson and Cuckoo's Nest, right. which is also great. Yeah, but it's one of those things that like you look back and you're like, well, fucking Art Carney hadn't had to win his Oscar. Yeah, like what are the dominoes? Like a because yeah. we actually talked about this. 
over a year ago, because then Pacino's probably already got one, so he doesn't win for Scent of Woman, so Denzel already has his for Malcolm X, because yeah. that was the same year, yeah. you know? Like, this is some beautiful mind There's shit. a lot yeah. of... Can you put the music, that, you know what yeah. I mean? The, like, and, you, and there's that filter where the, like, the equation's going Yeah, 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 in your yeah. head and Based on stuff. Charlie Day, like, at yeah. a, like, yeah. cork board yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Does that mean... Sure, I tried to make you Russell Crowe, <laughs> yeah. and you know Again, who you are. You know who you are, and I love that about you. I don't want to be Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind. <laughs> when was the last time you watched A Beautiful Mind? Oh, oh yeah. It's uh, not good. It doesn't only, hold up. Only saw it the once, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think he would have won. What did you think about them showing the the nude photo of, of uh, Lenny Bruce's corpse at the end of that? That was tough. I know. Yeah. Like, is that disrespectful or is that okay to do that? I think that? he wouldn't have cared. I mean, I honestly, yeah. I think about like what Lenny Bruce would think. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I don't think he would give a fuck. True. Yeah. True. So that, you know. It's not like his wife's got anything to say. She's on heroin or whatever. Right. Or deceased by the time the movie comes out, right? I don't yeah. know. They make her look so, like, busted, too, in yeah. those interviews. Like, she yeah. has that, like, kind of, like, bloated drug face. And it's like, it's tough, man. She was so... You know, I'm not saying Lenny did this to her at all. Right. But she was so... Because she was sort of on... It sort of makes it seem like she was on it first, right? Because he got clean and then went back on it. When she got out of jail, she got him back into drugs. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, I wanted to Google, but never did what she did in jail to get her early release revoked because uh, <laughs> she wouldn't admit to it in yeah. the interview. Yeah. yeah. Uh, could have yeah. been anything. Yeah. Um, could, could be literally. It could have been literally. Could have been yeah. literally anything. She could have, the guard. She could have like stolen a computer. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Peed like, yeah. on the stairs. Probably. That was probably it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to what will likely be the longest portion okay. of our podcast. Okay, I would like to talk about this for conservatively an hour and a half. Yeah. The Towering Inferno. Uh, unbelievable. Oh my God. This is my first time seeing The Towering Inferno. Me too. Me too! It was... Amazing! Insane. I... I don't even know where to start. Do we is, start with the title sequence? Well, first of all, let's oh, talk God. about... There's we, so many things yes. I want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so Can we talk upset. about, first of all, how crazy it is that in this year that you have four of super washable... Yes. So incredible. So incredible, like 70s cinema stalwarts yeah. nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. And then the other movie is The Towering Inferno. I can't get past it. I love this movie so much. Look, it's, it's not a good movie, but it is... Very groundbreaking. I'm sure for that year, it was probably nuts. Well, it's after, like, Poseidon Adventure, which is basically right, the right. same thing, but yeah. with water. With water. There's this... <laughs> there's water in this, babe, and there's water in this, okay? Let's Spoiler start, alert. Let's start let's with start. the opening credits. I have, a, I have a great thought about the opening credits, <laughs> okay. and then you will certainly yeah. get Please to your... Please tell me. Do you remember the Simpsons episode where Homer Simpson has the same name as a famous character in a TV show? And he like gets No, because I don't watch The Simpsons Continue. All right. Well, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> yeah. But it's very disappointing for you. There's an episode of The Simpsons where he just happens to have the same name as a character on TV and he becomes famous because he has the same name as a famous person. Okay. Yeah. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is they really shit on the network executives when they're coming up with the show. The show is called Police Caps. <laughs> Police Cops is the name of the show. And it's like, they're like, how did you come up with that? And the, the network guy is like, well, we want a show about police. We want a show about cops. Police cops. <laughs> and just picture me threading my fingers together. And in the opening credits of this movie, it's like, based on the novel, The Tower, by blah, blah, blah. Also based on the novel, The Glass Inferno. It's just the same fucking thing. I like this book and I like that book. Why don't we make it into the greatest mistake or whatever? You know, you know what I'm interested uh, in? 
buildings and fires. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hold what on. if the building was on fire? So here's my thought about the Who's OJ in charge products. of the fire? OJ. No. <laughs> well, that, okay, so that's, that's my thought is that Terrible when we go movie. back and yeah. do this, we're like fully ready to like talk about like Roman, a Roman Polanski film, a Woody Allen film, yeah. like these people that are directors of films or writers yeah. of films that have done horrible things. Mm-hmm. What I wasn't ready for was Richard Chamberlain, <laughs> Jennifer Jones, <laughs> OJ Simpson. <laughs> He had high billing in that movie. Yeah, he really did. Uh, he had like God. maybe like five lines, and they were all terrible. He was super bad in this movie. So bad, and just like everything that had he had to do with, like his fucking USS Enterprise command center. Oh my God! Was so unbelievable. What was that set too? Stupid. Was like such an insane thing. Remember and it was like, nominated really for set deck too. You expected yeah. at some point for just to see him like. Running for thirty seconds, like, because why else would you put O.J. Simpson in your movie? Yeah, yeah. No, no. This was before diversity. They didn't yeah. have to put a black nope. guy in that movie. No, no. and he's the only one in it. <laughs> yeah, so. that's right. Does he live? I forget. Yeah, he does because he brings the cat. He saves him. the cat. Let's go. Literally, saves, literally the cat. saves the cat. Let's go through our favorite deaths. I'll start. Okay. Uh, I got so excited. I knocked my mic off. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Okay. My favorite. Oh, death. sorry. Before, real quick, can we also just talk about? at the end of the opening credits because it's also about opening credits they have a dedication to firefighters at the end of the opening credits yes 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 that that happened anyway move on okay so my I think my favorite death and this is tough because there were contenders yeah but um, Robert Wagner I believe Uh he goes they're they're like trapped yeah Yeah. he and his scalp pal yeah are trapped and they and they open the door and they're like they're like smell cigarette like Mm -hmm. it's not a cigarette open the door room's on fire uh oh So he's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? He goes, and then he, he puts a, he like a towel over his head and a thing, a thing on his head. And he turns to her and he goes, I, like, he says something like, I did the mile in like a minute. I, I can do the mile in like a, in like five minutes flat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like gives her a kiss for luck. He's an like, almost Roger Bannister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He runs out the door, immediately yeah. runs into the very first thing that is on fire, which is like a burning desk. Yeah. Like within... 10 seconds of leaving Less the door. Less than 10 seconds. Less than. Yeah. yeah. And is immediately on fire and stumbles around on fire and then crashes through a Couldn't glass. have happened to a better guy. Yeah. Oh, Wagner. Just like, what a what a build up for like, no, yeah. no, no, no. There were quite a few characters that had no reason to be in the movie, including, well, him especially, <laughs> yeah. but also Academy Award winner, uh, Jesus Christ. I know. There's too many. Um, there's too many. He won Best Supporting for this, and his name is Fred Astaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fred Astaire won Best Supporting Actor for The Towering Inferno. He did? Is that true? His storyline shouldn't have even fucking been That's in this. So o- That's so stupid. Not true. It's not? It can't be true. No, because De Niro won this year for Vito, for Young Vito. Oh, okay. God I'm damn sorry. It. No, I'm sorry. Do I'm your sorry. Fucking homework. When I was looking at the I way think he might have been nominated, though. He was for sure nominated. The way they listed on IMDb is. Uh, <laughs> let me look. Him. That um, is tough because he does not have a. He he kind of has a romance with the woman who, spoiler alert, falls out of an elevator. Yeah. And, but but up for tossing. My, that's probably my favorite death because. <laughs> that was a good one. We're like, they're, Paul Newman's literally like. And send the woman that saved those children. Yeah. And then four <laughs> minutes later, she tumbles out of the elevator yeah. to her death. Not before tossing the kid that she was carrying back at like the firefighter that yeah. was in the in the elevator. That that romance with Fred Astaire was so weird that I had totally missed that he was a con man. There was no fucking reason he like yeah. conned the cab driver on his yeah. way to the tower. It's like, what the fuck? 
Yeah. You don't even uh, lie to the cab driver about your tip. Like they, he doesn't care. You don't. You're not yeah. conning him. He's still gonna think you're a cheap asshole. Yeah, yeah. Just give him the money, Jesus. Now we get um, Robert Wait, I Wagner. Get a, I did not get a favor debt from oh. Nelson. Oh, from me? Okay, let me think about it. Um, well, uh, who was it that? Uh, was it the the woman that Robert Wagner left yeah. behind who threw the, the chair through the yeah. window yes. and, then and then jumped out? Jumped yeah. out. Swan dived Swan out. Swan dived out, and, but he, and she was on fire as well. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. She, she jumped out of the window on fire. A lot of stunt people killed it in this movie. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people on fire. A lot of people... Falling from windows. Yeah. yeah. Mostly women fall into their deaths, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of women, yeah. 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 But the men all... They, they had to endure all the water stuff. I guess the most satisfying death was that... Piece of shit, Richard Chamberlain. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> when he like, it's like we're all going to die because of you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's like, I deserve everything. But that you was, didn't give me enough credit. <laughs> he yeah. was very cartoonish. I have real daddy issues. <laughs> piece of shit that guy was. We should also mention that Paul Newman and Faye Dunaway are like, or I guess it's really Paul Newman and Steve McQueen are like the leads of this movie. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, since there's been all this stuff in the news about uh, Jason Statham and The Rock and Vin Diesel. And like how they have to split up the fights. Um, Paul Newman and Steve McQueen had to have the exact same amount of lines in this movie, no. apparently. Yeah, but Paul Newman always felt a little dumb for doing the movie because all of his stuff happens early before the fire. Yeah. So Steve McQueen ends up basically being the hero because Paul Newman can't have as many lines later on in the movie yeah. because McQueen has to have as many. Yeah. But he doesn't come in until an hour into this three-hour and 15-minute yeah. film. Like, that is the one issue, is this movie is... This movie would be legitimately... It's like 245 or yeah. something. Yeah. I, would reg- I would regret. I would recommend you watch this movie, but you gotta... It's, but it's a tough recommend because it's, yeah. there are lots of parts where, that are in between the crazy shit yeah. where you're like, what is even happening? The first hour is just unwatchable. It's just like, don't even don't. concern yourself with yeah. any of this. Just and, know that get to the fire, to the part where they open the door and the, and the guy gets burned. Yeah. Yeah. Backdraft. I mean, I my mind was this I'm right about. It won best cinematography. And that yeah. is in the same year as Chinatown, in the same year as uh, of uh, of um, uh, uh, the Godfather Part Two. This wins cinematography. And so for the first hour, I was just shitting my pants with fury that this would beat those. But then, sort of the last hour and a half has some pretty incredible camera work in. And in the credits, to go back to the credits, there's a director and a DP, yeah. and then there's a second director and a second DP. <laughs> that did just the action. Just the action, yeah. and they made a good movie. Yeah, the, I agree with you, I agree. And also, it, like, if you think about it too, this is the time of like practical effects. Yeah. So yeah. you see at the end, they blow up all these water tanks yeah. to yeah. like put out, which is like, what is this story? Yeah. To put out the fire, and they really blow the fucking tanks and it looks cool like it looks real like you can tell it looks real right it's a jumble a bit yeah. um it's hard to tell exactly what's going on only because they put so many fucking characters in like yeah. they didn't need they did and they right before they blow out the tanks they do like a dramatic push in on all of the the dudes that are still left in the room right. like tied or whatever and it's like duh, push on in front of stairs. Dun, well, that's dun. the thing is that What's every this? scene in the movie you could cut two minutes off of, and yeah. it could have been a two-hour and ten-minute movie. Yes, like every scene is just too long. Yeah, every scene. And you also notice how tacky and horrible '70s decor was in this yeah. movie, where you don't notice that in any of the other ones. I guess no. they take place in different eras, to be fair. But well, not the conversation, right? And yeah. not Godfather Part Two. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, 
The fire starts, um, and those oh. rags start burning. It's burning those, for like seven those rags hours. Those burnt super slow. Yeah. It, like, they I don't they know start why, burning in the in the daytime, and then they are still burning at night. Did yeah. that? Let me ask don't you. Don't just leave your oily rags out. Period. Like wherever no. you are, but like. Is are we to believe? I just gotta take a second. Yeah. Are we to that hangover is like <laughs> kicking back in? Are we to believe that this entire fire and the fire that rages in this building is insane? It's massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did it all start from this one room? Yeah. This yeah. One? Well, there, there's there's other things. Well, yeah, more of the electrical stuff starts shorting out. They okay. allude to that later. They're like. It's on. It's like a million floors below us. Who cares? And he goes, "Yeah, but the system's out in the whole building. They're going to start popping up all over the some something right like that okay. was said okay. to sort of patch that okay. leak in the plot there." I must have been like, you know, yeah. to get yeah. laundry or something at that moment because it just it, it just the way that it like and also like things the way that things like explode like they knock that the elevator gets knocked off because like across a row of like an entire floor it's like boom 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 i just am like i'm not like 100 percent sure that farmers work like that i don't know i'm not a fire expert right clearly yeah i just listen i I just know about water polo and and not so much about tenor soprano i did think there was a nice moment of grief at the end by fred astaire when he finds out that the woman has died he's gonna be taking care of that cat and when the cat dies it'll be like she died again yeah it's rough he'll probably he he might he might not he honestly might he might not outlive that cat true enough i i thought well I th- my favorite line in the movie was right at the end where Paul Newman's talking to uh, Steve McQueen. And I know oh, I emailed yeah. you about this yeah. already, but he goes, oh, shit, I got to do the quote right. But he says, he, like, looks back to the, like, charred remains of the building that he built. And he says, they should leave it there just as a shrine to all the bullshit in the world. <laughs> it's like, yeah, then, so that you can never work again. So everyone's yeah. reminded about the horrible building. And then building. Steve McQueen says... It's gonna keep happening. It's gonna keep yeah. happening until you until guys they learn how to do this building. Like Basically, being yeah. like, come and ask a firefighter how to build your buildings. Yeah. And he goes, okay, okay, I will. I will. That, at that point of nine eleven. At that, at that you know, point, well, the, both the books were based on the World Trade Center. No shit, really. Yeah, because the World Trade Center that was went out like in the early seventies. Oh fuck! That's so right. like he wrote the books based on yeah. seeing the World Trade Centers going up. Wow. Uh, but those lasted, so. They should have turned into camera at that point. Steve McQueen and Paul Newman, like, next time talk to a fighter fighter, turn to camera. <laughs> Remember, kids, if you're an architect, build your buildings seven floors or shorter so that we can put our fucking ladders against it. Yeah. Here's some fun trivia about the Towering Inferno. Do you remember that song the lady was singing at the debut party? Mm-hmm. They showed the band and she was singing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Academy Award best song. Oh hell no. yeah! Dead serious. Here's some uh, backstage trivia. What is trivia going on? It's such a weird thing. I will say it's such a weird thing about the '70s where, like, we've been. <laughs> you got to give them something. You have this. It's like literally, it's either like the best thing, but like we'll talk more about other movies that came out this year. But it's like it's it's the nominees, and then it's like nothing. Yeah. Did they and make like five movies? I guess they just didn't make as many movies. The other thing is that song beat the song "Blazing Saddles" from "Blazing Saddles." Fuck you. Fuck you. I mean, it's a good song, but it's, you know, it's no "Blazing Saddles." No. Oh. Academy hates comedy. Uh, yeah, right. Um, so while we were watching these movies, all this stuff came out about Faye Dunaway getting fired from her right. show that was meant for Broadway. Oh, shit. She was playing Catherine Hepburn right. in TF5. So I was like, 
She's the store I work at uh, in Los Angeles. She is banned from. What? I was like, yeah. I mean, this. Why is this a surprise to anyone? Everyone knows she's notoriously. She's crazy. Like she used to re- come into the store and ref- tell, make people refer to her as Academy Award winner Faye Dunaway. Are you <laughs> joking? <laughs> but so then also, I was like, legend. Like truly. Sure. I get it. But so then I started like looking up stuff, and I was like, you know, was it like when the parts uh, like start drying up? Like that's when she stopped. Like, when she kind of went off the wall? Yeah. No. She was late to set on this all the time, apparently, until William Holden one day pushed her against a wall. <laughs> it's 1974, so it's okay back then. Yeah, that's how you gotta talk to And women. then she started, like, showing up. Her and McQueen both were, like, constantly, like, late to set. Like, they'd always hold things up. This is before she even won an Academy Award. This is five years removed from, or seven years removed from Bonnie and Clyde. She's already like not showing up to set and Honestly, stuff like that. Yeah. Do you think it's because they hated the movie, or she's an asshole? She's an asshole. She's That's an asshole. Yeah. She's probably, yeah, yeah. probably a little bit of comedy, a little bit of comedy. Yeah. Honestly, I would let William Holden push me up against a wall. Sort of It is weird though that that happened, and then they did network together. They did. Yeah. So clearly, she didn't hold it against him. Yeah. Wow. Nice pun there. Yeah. Didn't hold it against him. Yeah, man, that is incredible news. That's crazy, yeah. What do you think the budget for this movie was? Oh, it's probably 1974, $26. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about all the stars they had to pay. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you um, see the film Skyscraper? No, I, I, I assumed that was a reboot. It's I basically the exact same I saw it in theaters. I except instead of, instead of like Paul Newman and Steve McQueen and... Uh, cadre of firefighters and stuff. You don't just the one rock. guy, The Rock. Yeah. It's just The Rock and then like some Chinese actors so you can sell to that market. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, what's her face? Scream Queen. Who's the Scream Queen? Oh, Emma no. Roberts? No. no, Nev Campbell. Oh, Nev, Campbell. Well. Nev Campbell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's in that movie? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen her in like 20 years. I know, and she pops up in this and I'm going to tell you. She could show. She's great. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Great. Yeah, she's great. Uh, no, I saw that movie. I see all those movies in theaters because I love disaster movies. Yeah. That's lower on the totem pole. It's be- it was better than The Meg, not as good as San Andreas. San Andreas was good, huh? San Andreas I enjoyed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what got good reviews is Hobbs and Shaw. I'm not even kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I haven't seen that yet. I'm going to go see the shit out. Yeah. Don't you watch all those Fast and Furious movies? I'm going to be honest with you. Nelson, go fuck yourself. My <laughs> wife goes to the movies by herself to see uh, certain action movies that I don't want to go to. What the fuck is wrong with you? But let me also say that it's a great joy in her life. She loves doing that. It's really fun for her to go by herself and like have I mean, honestly, my, my question is, is less about how can you let her do that. It's more of like, why would, why deny yourself? Like, life is so short. I'll yeah. be honest. I don't see a lot of movies, and I always, like, make them count or whatever. I mean, I see enough. I see all the movies that count. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I don't see 100% of the movie. Yeah. That's, I saw Hobson Shop. Did you like it? It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it got good reviews because... It's actually because pretty good when it just try, when it just plays action comedy. Yeah. yeah. It tries to go into, like, the Fast and the Furious, like, Family Matters. Yeah. Uh, towards the end. Forget and I'm like, that. I don't yeah. care. No, no one cares about this in the Fast and the Furious movie. No, they yeah. don't. They really don't. Um... It's pretty good. But there was there were a lot of pieces of camera work in the Towering Inferno that I think were very influential, like Die Hard and other movies yeah. in the in in yeah, the future, you know? I, I mean, know. were they doing this kind of shit before the Towering Inferno, looking down elevator shafts and all that kind of shit? Well, I don't know. It's cool stuff. That's like sort of groundbreaking. I feel like they ran up and down the same set of stairs. Yeah. Like they had one set that they just kind of kept like blowing apart and then putting back, you know, like when you go oh, on the Universal sure. Tour. All staircases that, exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately, like, they're like, we can't get down that way. They're exploded. And and the first time he goes down a staircase, he hears like a. 
And he's yeah. like, oh shit, it's a gas line. Boom, it explodes. Boom. Yeah. All the gas lines are in the stairwells yeah. in this yeah. building. And they're all leaking. Yeah. Like, how, I mean, I just think that so many things had to go wrong. I do that. like that Paul Newman. Oh, I love yeah. Paul Newman. Oh, blue eyes. God. He yeah. also is very, this was like a year of like hot fucking dudes. <laughs> and I'm including Justin Hoffman and William Holden in that. Yeah. yeah. Don't know what that says about me. Yeah. Nothing good. Right. Also, William Holden reminds me of uh, Michael Caine. <laughs> oh, I can see yeah, that. Do you see right. that? Yeah. Can you see that? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, anyway, not a great movie. It was fine though. No. I just like watch it when you're like, if you're like interested, if you have an interest. I think yeah. it's a great folding laundry movie or like a doing other things. If you're yeah. if you're folding all of the laundry yeah. in the world <laughs> and you need to fold laundry for yeah. three hours. If your job, if you're starting a, a side business, yeah. uh, a laundry folding. Yeah, if you work fold, in a fluff and fold, yeah, then this, this is, is a great, great. movie to throw Because there are some really funny, really amazing. Also, if you're things. super into, like super pro firefighter, yeah. this is yeah. a great, and I don't know why you'd be anti-firefighter, don't yeah. get me wrong, but if like all you want is to be like, go firefighters, Great movie for firefighters. And the film, both they, before pays, the film starts and after, and after it ends. Yeah. Pays tribute. Steve McQueen is also so... I guess I'm not, like, I'm not super familiar with Steve McQueen's ugh, <laughs> but, like, he's so joyless in this, as opposed to, like, <laughs> yeah. like he really is. Yeah. Like, he's Tom pissed Newman that he has like, to be there at all, yeah. like, as the firefighter. Yeah, right. yes, as, yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, God. Son of a son bitch. Of, yeah. And he just, like, everything, like, their every new problem, he's like, okay. I'll do it. Here's what's gonna. Here we're gonna do. We're gonna blow. Like, yeah, he's. I'll do it. Like whatever. It's like don't do me any fucking favors, Steve McQueen. Like yeah. this is literally your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know who I thought the best? Who gave the best performance in that movie was the black firefighter who was like yelling on the back of the fire truck in the beginning. Oh yeah. And the guy's like, you ever been in a skyscraper fire? He's like, yeah. It's hard or whatever. <laughs> And then he had a lot of great scenes because he was the guy who like went up the stairs, went yeah. up to yeah. 135 floors or whatever. Yeah, 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 he was yeah. great, and he had a lot of good looks that yeah. they close-ups and stuff. Yeah, he probably was the best part of the, yeah. Of the movie. <laughs> yeah, and also those two little kids just being like, yeah, Philip, Philip, and uh, what happens to their deaf mom? Does she die early on? No, she gets out early on. I think oh. they get her out of the thing, right? Okay, and they get her downstairs. But and the then kids have the gone kids, to the Catwoman's house, right? Yeah, they've gone to that. The kid didn't yeah. hear the fire alarm because he has headphones on. Oh, right. And yeah. the woman is deaf, and the little girl was too scared right. to yeah, speak up about anything. But OJ saved him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, don't worry about it. OJ got it. Well, actually, really, the girl. So, the do woman, we really know what happened to that woman? If OJ was the one that saved her, <laughs> <laughs> what are you insinuating? <laughs> This already we've had to, we're gonna have to cut so much yeah. shit. So I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna dignify that. I, I wasn't stoned when I watched any of these movies because I wanted to be able to ha- yeah. have thoughtful. Oh, that's so professional of you. And I after watching the Towering Inferno, I was like, oh, maybe I should have watched that stoned. And then I was like, no, no. I would have fallen asleep twelve times yeah. if I yeah. 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 I was a fly baby. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'm, I'm not, yeah. yeah. But guys, what a what a delight that was. Yeah. What fun. Yeah. It's like watching Kardashians or something. It's yeah. like, you know, yeah. you put it on or whatever. But yeah, it just goes. Yeah. Best Picture nominee. Best Picture Best winner. Picture nominee. The Godfather Part 2. Yeah. Now, here's a movie. I've never seen this movie. Wow. I'm like, that. I don't know. Yeah, you don't love it? I'm like, I mean, I like it. You See, saw the first one, though, right? I saw the first one. There's a big thing, I feel like. No more Loretto like, in this one, are right. Like, which, which one's better? And I'm firmly in Godfather 1 camp. I like Godfather 1 also. Yeah. Um, I think this, don't get me wrong, I think this is a great movie. This is an incredible movie. Yeah. I like all the old family. I think, that... I think particularly for me, this movie really, at least for me, all the Vito stuff 
Incredible. with Robert De Niro. Love I think stuff. that half yeah. of the movie. I is love a lot that stuff. Sidebar: yeah. That yeah. woman gets blown away at the beginning. Yeah. I was not expecting that, and yeah. I was on a plane flight when this happened, <laughs> and I jumped in my seat so much that the person next to me was like, "It goes, you are," and then he goes, "Well, Godfather too." <laughs> Like, that movie oh, came right, out bro. 45 years ago. You didn't know that was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't! Uh, but it was like, she like literally got blown back. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. There were, that's the only, I'll say this about Godfather 2. They have really unrealistic headshots where people get shot in the head and they're like still able to like do things <laughs> before they pass away or yeah. whatever. Yeah. No, that's not right. But yes, I love all the the, the past. The De Niro shit is yeah. all great. I yeah. love that. And he's so, I love him, like, yeah. I love him in that. A tracking yeah. shot on the roofs and stuff. Yeah. Holy shit, it's so beautiful. And man. then just coming out of the corner with the towel wrapped around yeah. it, and he just is like, he yeah, there's something, there's something like menacing and so creepy about him in it that, is, that works so well. When I first saw these movies, I, I watched them like sequentially. Like yeah. one day I watched The Godfather, the next day I watched The Godfather 2. And at that time, I remember distinctly favoring The Godfather 1. Yeah. But rewatching, it's like, so fucking good though. Yeah, no, it's tough. It's a tough call. I'd like to rewatch the Godfather one now. No, yeah. there's no but, De Niro in Godfather one, obviously. Right. No. Right. But there was Robert Duvall. Wait, yeah. not Robert Duvall. The other, who's the one that dies in Godfather? Well, Mar- Marlon Brando. Fredo. Yeah, Fredo is. Fredo. The, Fredo, who was also in uh, the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was you. I knew it was you, you Fredo. Mind. So he fucked him. Like, okay. So let me just like, I just want to make sure that this is all right. So he went. Behind Michael. So Jack. in The Godfather Part One, which we'll actually be revisiting <laughs> you, on our next episode, okay, because is that right? 72 next. Oh, we're doing them out of order. Okay. Yeah. In The Godfather Part In right? The Godfather Part One, basically Fredo gets sent to Vegas mm-hmm. because he's kind of a fuck up and they just want him out yeah. of the way. Um, and then sort of embarrasses the family while he's in Vegas. Um, and then they kill Mo Green, yeah. who's sort of like the guy in Vegas. Right. Um, and then sort of that kind of leads to all this stuff with like Fredo here and Senator Geary and all that stuff where he basically ends up betraying Michael. And I believe Fredo when he says he didn't know it was going to be a hit. Yeah, he's yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, because he's an idiot. Yeah. He didn't know it was going to be a hit. He just wanted, he wanted, to, he just, he just wanted to take Michael down a peg. Yeah. It was truly so sad though when he got executed. <laughs> yeah. Boat. I mean, yeah. Jesus he just Christ. wanted wanted to take young Michael out fishing. <sighs> yeah. Totally. Couldn't I just let him live? Ugh. Also, not enough Diane Keaton in this movie. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Could have used 100% more Diane Keaton. Yeah, well, yeah. Lee Strasberg in this film, I though. know. Nominated as well. Really? Two people nominated I'm for wrong. best. Yeah. Oh. That is Lee That's Strasberg Lee Strasberg. Himself. Like Strasberg? Yeah. yeah. Pacino had to convince him to do the movie. Yeah. Wow. He is good. I it's really like, like one, him. you know, one I love that house. That yeah. house that, like, when they, the way that those, like, doors close and, like, the wicker chairs yeah. that they're sitting in, it's like the most Florida fucking house ever. <laughs> it's like my yeah. nightmare. Why do you think he had to be convinced to do the movie? Wouldn't he be jumping in an opportunity? He's like, I only teach now, or I what's guess his. Oh, I mean, <laughs> did he ever really do any film stuff? I don't like, remember him in anything else. Yeah. I mean, Honestly, you know. Fuck Strasburg. None of us were in Strasburg. <laughs> so yeah. Pacino, I assume, is a, is a Strasburg guy. Yeah, yeah he obviously. Was. Okay. Yeah. Was he? I think so. If he's friends yeah. with him or what's the What's the theory with Strasburg again? You know, it's like the method. Man. Oh, that's the method. Yeah. Yeah. The method man who lived on <laughs> <laughs> protected neck, he yeah. used to say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. um, the courtroom stuff, I mm. think, drags on a little bit, but I love when they bring the fucking brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's so hardcore. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and that's actually in the news right now because Roger Stone, there's recordings of Roger Stone like telling a witness, like, you better get your, um, whatever the, the mob boss's name is, the Pagnelli or, Pagnelli or whatever his name is, that is the one that's basically the witness to Michael Corleone. Sure. Yeah. He's basically like threatening to do the same thing to like a witness. Oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> and he references Godfather 2. Oh, what? And apparently in his court trial, the prosecutors want to play like four minutes from Godfather 2. So <laughs> the jury that is not familiar with the movie understands what that reference yeah, is to. you got to do it. And yeah. like the defense is like fighting back that they shouldn't be allowed to play that part. Neither here nor there. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yo, that's hilarious. Um, now that it's character. It's weird how much that in, that these movies have fucking influenced. Yeah. Like just, you know, yeah, our like, culture and life or whatever. Like all of hip hop music. Yeah. <laughs> it's all fucking. And it's, which is interesting is about that is also we watched the third one for this and and I yeah. would say the third one I like is not good. I didn't no, no, like no. it. No, no, it's widely considered to be. Yeah. I didn't see it actually. I never even saw it. Yes, uh, yeah, there's bad. some good stuff in it. Right. How's, I think uh, at the end when she dies, it's Andy good. Garcia plays Sonny's son, and he's actually great. Uh, in it. Is he good? He does like a really good like. Oh, you can be like, oh yeah, that's definitely James Gunn's son, yeah, like from yeah. the first movie. Like they have the same like fiery. Sofia Coppola had to step in last minute as the daughter, and she gives one of the all time worst film performances. Pretty bad, yeah. but her death is pretty emotionally affecting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Pantangeli. Also, I love that dress she's wearing when she gets shot. That's quite a name, by the way, Pantangeli. Yeah. Now that character, like originally, that's supposed to that was supposed to be Clemenza. Oh wait. And then what? the actor who played Clemenza wanted too much money, so they just like created a different like. They kept him around, so though. So they killed him off. Okay. Because Bruno Kirby plays young Clemenza. Yeah, yeah, movie, yeah. But they killed him off. In the film, in the young like, part, which is basically, uh, which is the same thing they did. Duvall wanted too much money for Godfather Three. You're serious. So they killed so him off, and that's, that's why what? George Hamilton's like the conciliary in no. Godfather Three. Because Duvall like wanted people? more of this, more money. So Do you they, think <laughs> dodged a bullet, Duvall? Holy shit! I didn't know any of that. Wow, God, the greed. That's so yeah. interesting. I will say... Um, Coppola's not, not going to have any part of it. Coppola's going to give a shit, dude. Whatever. <laughs> I like... I, th- th- we're talking about like... The, like I'm going to go to South America and make Tetro if you guys... <laughs> <laughs> this. We talk about the Towering Inferno and like the set and like everything being so ugly. Right. But like there's so much more to the 70s than just ugly. Yeah. Like there, that house in Lake Tahoe is so... Well, that's not it, 70s. It is. When is that? This all takes place in like the early 50s and then... The other stuff is further back. Oh. Well, okay, my bot. Well, obviously, the other stuff further back. <laughs> well, I mean, you probably thought the early stuff was like World War II because you thought everything else took place in the 70s. No, I don't know. No, because I, I read the tag that came up that was, you know what? Shut up. My bottom line is that house was something. That mm, house should have been a character in itself. Just like so inch, like just the stone and the, like their bedroom when they like get shot up in the bedroom. And yeah. it's just like, it's very. Even just the, in the living room, that's like the sunken living room where they meet mm-hmm. with everybody and like kind of talk. It's such a, I don't know. It's very now. Yeah, let but, me ask you a question, as a woman. Wait, if you're, as a woman? Yeah. If Maddie, your husband, I'm answering this as a yeah. So try and put yourself in that headspace. It's, it's actually yeah. only something that a woman can answer because oh I mean, if you wait, wait for my question. Okay, this is like Maddie. Is it about is a, He's a mob boss. Okay. <laughs> you're pregnant with his third child. Would you abort it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Let me answer that in two parts. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Would not tell him. 
Yeah. Straight up would not tell him. Right. Let's just That's, go with the lie that it's a I had honestly yes. forgot that he even she even told him in the second movie. Yeah, that I seems... thought cuz it it comes up again in the third movie. Yeah. Oh really? And in my head I these which is like the third movie is like you know, 25 years later. Oh, so if you if you were watch the third movie, that means it was nominated for Best Picture. Yes. Oh, shit. In 1990. Oh, my God. It, it lost to Dances with Wolves, and it was the same year as Goodfellas. Yeah, Goodfellas lost picture. to Dances with fucking Wolves. Yeah. yeah. Goodfellas should have won. Yeah. But Dances with Wolves is not bad. I thought, what beat Raging Bull? Uh, Raging Bull lost to... That was Ordinary People. Ordinary People. I'll never yeah, forget. That's, I mean, like, that's a good also, movie, but it's not fucking Best Picture yeah, over Raging Bull. Yeah, the performances are great, but it's not like a cinematic masterpiece like Raging Bull. Is, yes, you know? yeah. agreed. Anyway, agreed. That's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Dance of the Bulls, fuck that. Um, well, um, it, I guess it should have beat Godfather 3, but not. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and probably Ghost and Awakenings. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But not yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I just, I, I think that, I thought that was a dumb move. I would, I yeah. would not say that. My husband's the most dangerous man in the world, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Also, very Catholic. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's trying to get a rise out of him or something? Yeah. Don't, you know. don't do that. But also, like, get the, like, abort that baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like... Hey, you've already got one son. Yeah. You know? yeah. He, he just wants to go fishing. He ends up being a priest. Right. Oh, that, really? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the priest. Yeah. See, I watched these... I watched one years ago, and then I watched three recently, and then I watched two. Yeah, that must have been weird and confusing. Yeah, it was yeah. weird and confusing. Yeah. That's just my life, though, I guess. <laughs> so this came out in... Godfather 2 came out in 74. Yeah. And then Godfather 3 didn't come out until 90? Yeah, but Godfather two, 1 and 2 is basically the full first Godfather novel. Okay. Um, I can't remember how much of the... Definitely, like, all the young Vito stuff is in the Godfather novel. Yeah. And then I can't remember how much of, like, the... Like the 50s portion is in the second one. The third one's like whole cloth new Got it. story. It's yeah. confusing. It's about the Vatican and yeah, power of the whatever. There's a cool helicopter scene. Yeah. Yeah. Al Pacino screams at the end. It's kind of fun. And actually, there's a scene that takes that. place at the uh, San Gennaro Festival. Yeah. In the third one, which is sort of similar to right before Don Fenucci gets killed. In like the yeah, flashback. In the flashback. Doesn't that make you think of um, going back to school? Also, going back to college. You need to go. Remember, because it was get, always like the first week. Go get a funnel cake. Of NYU, that was the San Gennaro <laughs> Festival. Yeah, and like peppers and sausage, and yeah, it was right. like so tightly packed. Mm-hmm. I never went to it. Never, never went out. Really? Sorry. Yeah. You never went. I did never go. Yeah. I went. I went to what little. Fuck is I went to you? Little Italy. The first time I ever went to Little Italy. I can't remember if I said this on the podcast before. I had two friends from high school in town. And it was freshman year, so I didn't know my way around New York very well at this point. I think it was mm. over, like, Thanksgiving break. And we were in the village. I lived, like, at Goddard, so, like, on Washington Square. And we were trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to get down there. And an old Italian man drove by in a convertible playing the Godfather theme. <laughs> oh and we were like, well, we have to follow that. Yeah. That- <laughs> going to take us exactly where we want to go. Yeah. So, and it did. Yep. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention? I just you just reminded me of the Godfather theme. Did you know that the theme to Towering Inferno was composed by John Williams? Hey. No, there was no. Do you think they do that at the bowl every year? <laughs> I'm 
I'm not kidding you. I would go to the. I would. I would be high, but I would yeah. go to. The, I would go see that. At the Do you bowl think they would play it at the bowl and they would just like set one of the towers on fire <laughs> and like they have some like woman like fall from like it like on fire mm-hmm. and they were like yes yeah probably not. I'm auditioning for that role. That's what they close it with. Yeah. Not Star Wars, not Indiana Jones. <laughs> they really close it out with Towering Inferno. Yeah. Oh God. Godfather 2 is, is better than that. It's, it's good. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. Godfather 2 is good. Yes. It's a really good movie. It's I mean, really good, but like my, as far as mob movies, you know, go. Sure, sure. There's, I, like, this is my issue. This is my only issue. Mm-hmm. If you will. I don't, like, super care about, like... <laughs> Why? Are you, are you doing a character, I think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, a little bit of, like, a shimmy shake, and it's, like, ugh. It's, like, making its way, like, my thought is, like, making its way down Listen, through I my pre- body. We appreciate, back up. The, we appreciate the choice, but let's do it again just strip all of that away. Okay, okay. <laughs> but it's all there, but, like, you guys get that it's all there. It's just, like, behind yeah, the work. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I give a shit about, like, the, the workings of, the, like, the, the familial dynamics I'm uh-huh. interested in. Right. But, like, the shit in Cuba and, like, okay. and those stuff, whatever, like, yeah. I don't super care that much. Right. Like, okay. that's just not for me which yeah. is why I, like as far as the mob movie goes I really like Goodfellas right. because mm-hmm. it's about like the dynamics between the mob itself it's not right. about like we're doing this deal here yeah. and like whatever that's my only thing with The Godfather sure. I've said my piece come yeah. for me Twitter trolls whatever Yeah, come at me it's at um, Murphy, Murphy Megan, Megan. No, 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 no. Is that too many, too many Megans? Too many Megans on Twitter. A lot of Housewives tweets, and then uh, just people screaming at me for, like, not getting the Godfather. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I deleted my Twitter in early 2017. It was the only thing I could do. Great. And it was a great move. Good job. Yeah. I mean, it exists somewhere, but I don't use it anymore. Okay. Well, tweet at... <laughs> I got Nelson Franklin. Nelson Franklin. Tweet yeah. at you Nelson. You did? I did, yeah. Nelson Franklin, real TV, checkmark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? So, uh, Pacino and uh, Strasberg get nominated for Best Actor in this, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think Strasberg was nominated for Best Supporting. What was he supporting? Shit, I okay. lost to De Niro. Okay, because so... Because the, the five nominees for Best Actor... Yeah. Pacino and Godfather 2. Yeah. Hoffman and Lenny. Uh-huh. Jack Nicholson and Chinatown. Yeah. Um, that guy who won... Art Carney for Harry and Tonto. Uh-huh. And then, um, what's his name? He just passed away. Albert Finney. Oh, oh shit. For the ori- original Murder on the Orient. Express. Yeah, that's, you're totally right about that. Yeah. Sorry? <laughs> that was... That's a Belgian pronunciation, so don't even get no, on me about it. Because you don't even know. You don't speak Belgian. I don't, they speak French. They, they, speak, they speak French. Not Hercule Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before uh, we move on to maybe any other movies from the year we think could have been nominated or won, uh, let's rank them. Oh, yeah. From five, five to, to one. one. Nelson, right. rank the nominees. Now, Nelson, before you say anything, let me just say, like, because some people have been confused in the past. Like, five means, like, the, the bottom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Towering Inferno is number five. Yeah. Oh, how could you? <laughs> then I'm going to do... Oh, man, this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. God. I'm going to do the conversation in number four. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to do, oh, man, Lenny. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, 
I'm going to do Godfather 2 as number two, and I'm going to put Chinatown as number one. Chinatown is fucking crazy. Yeah, I know. It's so good. It's so good. I'm a big fan of noir, and I'm a big fan of L.A. Yeah. noir specifically, and this is like the top of the mountain. And you're a big incest fan too, right? I mean, well, I wasn't going to say it, but, you know. <laughs> but now we did. Yeah. Um, it kills me to do it, but Towering Inferno has to be number five. Yeah. Then there's like, it, would you say then there's like a gap, like a... Like a skyscraper-sized gap yeah, that skyscraper. women are falling out of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the conversation. Uh huh. And then you can do it. It's okay. I'm gonna do it, and I don't feel bad about it. Godfather too. Yeah, right. it's no. okay. And then Lenny. Mm-hmm. And then Chinatown. Chinatown, baby. It's the water. Yeah. Is that what I think? It's the water. Yeah, I guess. Don't worry so. about it, about. It. Don't worry about it, Mike. Just podcast. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was good. Um, I'm gonna put Towering Inferno at number five. Wow, oh, that interesting. Is okay. Shocking. And then I'm gonna go with the conversation. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you write very oddly. Oh yeah, you hold a pen totally like a weirdo. Do. It's a bit of a yeah, yeah like a like yeah. a gnarled hand. It's too many. It's too many fingers. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I could take care of that for you. <laughs> My knives are quite sharp. I did a knife sound just now. I know, I heard it. It was good. Uh, I'm putting Lenny at three. Yeah. And then I'm just going to flip Nelson's. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have Chinatown at two and Godfather two at one. But. Look, they're all. Listen, majority rules. So the podcast is saying Chinatown should have won Best Picture. Yes! Good job being on my side. I never mm -hmm. win. It's always the other, the fucking guest. It should be pointed out like in like 1971, like Megan was like, Fiddler on the Roof was the best movie of the year. (laughs) Listen, <laughs> I love. I I also stand. It's by a that. great I love movie. Look, on the roof. this is an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Yes. Uh, everything is great except the towering inferno. You could have you know reordered that any way you wanted. Yeah. yeah. They're, been valid. they're all really 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 yeah. good. I'll say this about the Godfather too. My dad was living in uh, London when it came out. How's Howard doing? Oh, he's great. Thanks for asking. Okay. Uh, 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 he like staggeringly talented screenwriter Howard Franklin is my mm-hmm. father. Uh, he watched The Godfather 2 and then just remained in his seat after it ended and watched it a second time straight away. Wow. He was in there for like six hours or whatever. Wow. The only, he's like a regular Larry Bates yeah. who did that, exa- our friend Larry, who did the did exact same thing but with um, I can't Avengers wait. Endgame. Get out of was here. Was it Endgame or Infinity War? Or maybe, maybe it was Infinity War, yeah. Holy shit. Well, look, more power to him. Was, sure. It was a fun movie. Yeah, yeah I mean... <laughs> no Godfather <laughs> 2. Yeah. Um, are there any other films from the year you'd like to discuss at all? I would throw Blazing Saddles and Young Frankenstein up there. I mean, I rewatched both of those. They're some of the best movies of all time. Yeah. I mean, I, um, Blazing Saddles to me is more my sense of humor. Yeah. Although, like, imagine it being released now. It's like, oh, nope. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Zero percent chance. <laughs> yeah. That movie's like 7% slurs. Um, and obviously they're making fun of the racists. Yes. But, like, yes. there's no way, like, it would get... It would go now. No. I would have um, happily slotted in Young Frankenstein in place of Towering Inferno yeah. any day of the week. But It's funny. I saw this on Friday. A friend of mine is in a production right now of The Producers. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I love that show. Yeah. I actually don't love that show. No? And I, I would challenge you. I would be interested to see. I mean, the, this production is fine. <laughs> We'll have this conversation off mic. Yeah. But um, negative I was, one out of ten. Yeah, that was my friend was great. Great, she played Ula. Yeah, um, no, great part. Which is great. 
Um, but I will say, like, a lot of Mel Brooks stuff does not hold up in the same way. Like, it, like comedy is changing. Like, it yeah. is a changeable thing. It is telling to me that I think Young Frankenstein still is very funny. Like, well, it, Gene Wilder is, like, the master. Yeah, and I think yeah. a lot of that is because of the casting. Because Terry yeah. Garr and Gene Wilder are mm-hmm. both so fucking good. Yeah. Um, and, um, what, is it Madeline? Is Madeline Kahn? Madeline Kahn's so Murray great, Feldman. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I, I 100% agree with you. I just thought Young Frankenstein yeah. too. I also um, revisited, uh, because I love the book so much... And I hated the Baz Luhrmann Great Gatsby. <laughs> I didn't see it, actually. It is. I missed that one. That was the Leo one, right? That, that was the Leo of one. Of this meme fame. Yes. I think <laughs> <Yeah>. our... <laughs> hey! I was lifting a martini glass yeah, there. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> I think that our a, a friend of ours from college, this is also an off-mic conversation, maybe got married at that the house that that first marriage was at this house. <laughs> Oh yes, I know who you're talking mm-hmm. about. Recently, very recently, got remarried. Were yes, you were you correct. at that wedding? Uh, no, although she said I was going to be invited, not invited. WTF? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Which is a shock to me because like I'm a real blast at weddings. Right. I will get drunk. Yeah. Well. Um, and embarrass myself. Um, and do like push-ups on the floor. What was I saying? Oh, Great Gatsby. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, the, the Robert Redford one. Yeah. Um, it's better than the Baz Luhrmann one because I think what the Baz Luhrmann one really got wrong is it's like definitely not a love story. It's right. like a yeah. s- like fucked up, sad tragedy, yeah. whatever. And they tried to make this into such like a weird love story, um, but it's still not great. It just like the it's the the reason why that book is so good is the prose. Like guys, we don't need to adapt that ever again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, those are the only movies that I that I thought were worth kind of revisiting. Oh, sorry, that was the Redford one was that year. Yeah. The Redford one was oh, that year. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. got it, got Which it. is fine, but yeah. it shouldn't have been nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. Um, I ran back and watched Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Oh, yeah, you know, I've never um, seen that. No, me neither. Which it's mostly just about um, Ellen Burstyn's performance in it. Um, Harvey Keitel plays like, has like a small role in it, and he's an absolute insane person in it. <laughs> and apparently that's just how he was on set. Like, oh, everyone boy. was terrified of him. Oh, my God. So, um, really annoying kid in that movie. Uh, Chris Christopherson. Yeah. You might like it. He's like a handsome guy in that movie. Kind of I a dick. I do like hot guys. All the guys in the movie are kind of dicks to her. Mm. That's sort of the story. Her oh. husband's sort of an asshole at the very beginning and then dies in a car accident. <laughs> Sounds like the story of my life. Well, not the dying, yeah. the, the dicks part. <laughs> But your husband's an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess not. I guess right. <laughs> so it's nothing like your life, is what you're saying. She's a, she's a singer. You can't carry a tune. Uh, like does she play the fucking saxophone, Craig? Not in the movie, but Great. she does play the piano. Nice. That's um, easy. She won Best Actress that year, by the way. Right, right. I, I saw that on the... Uh, um, I also watched uh, Woman Under the Influence, no the idea. John Cassavetes movie. Oh, there was a... Um, oh, shit. Which, uh, it's, it's rough to watch. Yikes. It's just like, it's Peter Falk and um, Gina Rollins. Yeah. And it's just, she's like probably got some sort of slight mental illness and he's not great. And it's very, it sort of feels like a Mike Lee movie, but not mm. as stolid. Like, it's just very much like, feels like he gave them a general idea of what to do. And then they just kind of went and sort of improvised a lot. Mm. Um, it actually reminded me of, of Her Smell, the Alex Ross Perry movie that I've talked about a little Questioning bit. Questioning your use of the word stolid, but okay. Beyond that, mm. continue. <laughs> um, and then I watched the original Murder on the Orient Express, mm-hmm. which is better than the remake. Yeah, but it's kind of. I hard watched to, that one on a plane. But it's hard to watch that movie when you know the ending. 
Like yeah. any I actually sort of like I don't know anything about like it. Never seen it. Yeah. Oh, don't ruin it for yeah. Nelson. I got to see my boy Josh uh, Gad. I was about to say there's not there's no Josh Gad in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like an Agatha Christie movie or play or anything, I feel like once you know the ending, yeah. it's like yeah. you never need to see it again. You don't need of course, to see it. Of course, of course. Um, that's so, what you. That's what you said about the Sixth Sense. I remember because that's the that's the episode I listened to. Get oh, ready yeah. was the Joey oh, yeah. the Joey episode with the Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. one of the few. That's really the lost episode, by the way. Don't listen to the Joey Mandarino episode. The audio was really fucked up. Yeah, and, and also, also Joey, Joey did watched not like half watch. the movies. He didn't watch any of the movies. Yeah, uh, <laughs> any of the movies. Yeah. Nelson is. It's. I want to put this on record. If Joey's listening, Nelson's a better guest. Yeah. <laughs> Joey, if you're listening in Fire Island or yeah, whatever, wherever Beast Resort is yeah. on right now, uh, coming up with some pun about your fucking abs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our friend is a comedy writer, Joey Mandarino, and uh, but you wouldn't know that from looking at him shirtless. <laughs> he looks like the winner of Mr. Universe at yeah. some point in time, and he, he is cut. He lives a oh. a fantastic life of partying and traveling around the world, mm-hmm. uh, and he lives at the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a playboy. Yeah, I feel fine about that. I'm not jealous at all. Yeah, no one right. is. We're all fine with that. Yeah, um, but that's all I got. I don't know that I I put it. I mean, I bumped Towering Inferno for something in there, but I don't know exactly right. which one. Chinatown should have been the winner. I think so. I mean, my God. Well, look, it's really debatable between yeah. that and Godfather. It's Nelson, crazy. I, do not back down. I'd even we put, won. I'd, I'd honestly even put like Lenny right up there. And yeah. if yeah, if Fosse hadn't beat out Coppola for best director. In 1972, when he directed Cabaret over The Godfather, even though The Godfather won Best Picture, I think it probably would have been flipped this yeah. year. I could have very easily seen Fosse winning for Best Director yeah. for Lenny. Yeah. Because I, I think that's probably more interesting when he did directorially. Yeah, absolutely right. I yeah, mean, if it was sure. indeed the first time they did that yeah. format, then yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It was way more interesting. Um, Nelson, do you have a favorite movie of 2019? Oh, geez, what have I seen this year? Did you know that we were going to ask that? No, I didn't know that. Uh, I like to spring it on me. 2019. I can't remember, like, what came out. I've seen a bunch of movies, actually. Uh, I didn't see Booksmart, which I keep being told is a really good one. I loved it. I'll go first. That was my... That was my pickup until I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I think is my... It's not my favorite Tarantino, but it is... The you know and this but it is really fun mm-hmm. and and great and it is you know as of now it's my favorite movie. Yeah. I will say that when I walked out of that movie, I had mixed feelings, at best. Really. And then the next day, all I could do was think about it all day and, yeah. I, and everything I loved about it. Truly, Leonardo DiCaprio is like the best we have right now. He is. And I uh, we I talked about this on the last. Megan wasn't here, but I did a podcast with our friend Joe Gillette, just kind of going through my movie rankings for this year. And I have that number one right now also. Yeah. And I think it's his best performance. It's totally his best performance. Yeah. I thought he should have won an Academy Award for Django. I'm just going to put that out yeah. there. Yeah. Well, but he was like, incredible like in the that. only ones that I'll even like listen to an argument are Wolf of Wall Street, Cash Me If You Can, mm-hmm. actually, and Django. Those are the only other ones that I'm like, yeah. those rank up there. Because he's, and the thing is, he's having fun in all of them. Yeah. He's oh, always yeah. at his best when he's having fun. Yeah. Not when he's living inside a bear. No, yeah. God, I fucking. It's Not so that crazy he's to bad me. In that movie, no, it's just like, like I just don't like that movie, but it's yeah. so interesting that he won for that. He's great in this, and also like Brad Pitt is killer. Yeah, and also people are giving. I know the argument is like Margot Robbie like doesn't have a lot to do, but I would disagree with that. I think the scene she doesn't have as many lines, but the right. scene of her watching herself in the movie theater was yeah. maybe one of my favorite parts of the entire movie. Yeah, it was so delightful. 
Um, I think she's mine, great in it, and that her honestly, presence that, weighs heavily. That yeah. whole like part of the movie has is the big thing. That's like I left the movie liking it a lot, and it's actually also grown on me. And that segment, everything with her, has actually kind of grown on me the most. Yeah. I yeah. think. Uh, I read the novel The Girls. Do you know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, uh, I read that too. It's about the Manson. It's sort of like a... It's like a fictionalized version right, of Right, a fictionalized, yeah. but a lot of it rings true. And Is I, Lena in it? Oh, my God. A lot well, of those, it's a fucking book, right? A lot of those kids were stunt cast. They're all like the daughters yeah. of famous people. Margaret Qualley, who I think is great, great. I yeah. could I found out after was yeah, fucking Andy. Andy McDowell's fucking daughter. Yeah. Yes. They're all somebody's daughter. That's yeah, the thing. Not, and yeah. and I, I think should, he, did, he did it on purpose. I believe it's yeah. a it's a sort of a statement. It's some uh, sort of commentary. Yeah. Yes, and honestly, I, if, for most of my, it works fine. It works as a commentary. Yes. Lena Dunham, I think, is that's the one casting misstep for me. Yeah, I, I think she's. If there's anyone who would pull me out of the reality of it, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. It's but I loved what he did with that ranch, and all I could do was because when I, you know, when you read a, a book, you are putting it all together with your yeah. imagination, yeah. and it was like it had come onto the screen. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful, and my favorite part was Leo playing the heel in his in that pilot yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, Timothy Olyphant. Yeah. I forgot what I was watching and I thought yeah. I was watching that movie. Yeah, me too. And I think he was incredible. And when I, he goes into the, when he's forgetting the lines and then he goes into the thing. And he was way too hard on himself, by the way. Oh, I know. I do shit like that all the time. I'm not like <laughs> ruining my trailer. But, <laughs> but I thought I, that was so, <laughs> when he was like, why'd you have to have eight whiskey sours? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I was like dying. I was like, yeah. that Did is you, so you funny. connected with that yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you could have kept it at four. You could have kept it at four. <laughs> yeah. As, after we're having this conversation, I'll, I guess I'll get on board with that being my favorite of 2019. At the very least, it was the most interesting movie. Yeah. yeah. You know? uh, yeah. And I know that it's problematic in the sort of violence against women and, and all that. Sure. But it's it's also based in some sort of factual recounting yeah. of what yeah. happened. And it's just, instead of Nazis, this time they're the women who killed Sharon Tate. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's the difference. It's yeah. not about him getting out his frustration on women, for fuck's sake. No. Crazy. I think but that's what people are saying. I think a lot of weird, problematic you know? yeah. people in this... Like, listen, I'm the bold move. I think there's a lot of problematic shit going on. I feel like Tarantino's pretty low. That's yeah. not like, a, like, listen, if he's into fee, want to be into fee. Yeah, man, well, whatever, dude. Weird this, shit. Was, this was very much him being like, oh, okay. I'm into fee. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, they were all barefoot. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know. Feet up against the, I love that when it's <laughs> yeah, shot like, up against the wind. That was the first one where I was like, Oh, it's that. It's okay. So now there's no shadow of a doubt here. Like, you're going for it, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Um, shout out to Courtney Hoffman, who made an appearance in that movie as well. Mm-hmm. Do you know who I'm talking about? Clarice Horizons. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. She. See, I don't know anybody. Right. Yeah. I know you guys. Uh, she was a classmate of ours at Tisch, and she became a very successful costume designer. Oh, I do know that. I do yeah. know her, yeah. And, and she, she did the costumes for Hateful Eight, and, and she's was, directing. She got nominated for an Academy Award for doing costumes cool. for Hateful Eight, and, cool. uh, and he cast her as the costume designer in the Western. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. It's great. And that scene was also maybe one of the best scenes, too. And like, With that crazy director? Yeah. And uh. then Zoe Bell comes out and is like, get out of wardrobe. Get off my set. Oh, yeah. And Kurt Russell's like, I'll handle this. Get out of my Poor Kurt Russell. Didn't have shit to do in that movie. No, I feel like he did. I that think was he's a just happy yeah, to yeah, just yeah. come yeah. and do it. That was like Bobby Duvall doing sure. the conversation, yeah. baby. Yeah. I would do whatever the fuck Tarantino yeah. asked me to do. Yeah, you know? 1,000%. There's never been a Tarantino movie that I didn't like. Like, there's ones well. that I like more than others, but I don't... I even like Death Proof. What about Hateful Eight? Loved Hateful Eight. I loved it. Loved it. Yep. 
Uh, Death Proof actually holds up wrong with really me? well on a second. This feeling. is the same guy who directed Jackie Brown. Like one of love. The, the, I mean, well, Jackie Brown's better, but I still love all those movies. <laughs> all right, sure. Number one in Glorious Bastards. Number two. Number one. Yep. Number Jackie two, Brown. Pulp Fiction. Oh fuck. All Sorry. Right. My number one is Kill Bill Volume One. Are you saying? Yeah. Okay. What is your number one? Jackie Brown, man. That's like one of the best movies ever. Yeah, no, I think it's amazing. Uh, yeah. I think it's the best. It's in the top five, yeah. probably. Yeah. I like it more than Kill Bill. Kill Bill, I heard he did it in the Hong Kong fashion where you shoot it in order, which seems like, well, I was going to say Nightmare, but maybe it was the easiest way to shoot a movie yeah. like yeah. that. I just don't, I don't really get splitting those two of those up because it is really just... Well, if I put them together as uh, a whole movie, it's not my number one. But if I split them up, it's my number one. After seeing... Uh, after seeing um, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood makes you revisit the wiggle your toe scene in uh, mm-hmm. Kill Bill on this early inkling yes. into his uh, your big toe again. Yeah. I, I actually I'm into it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. If anybody's going to be I, as somebody who a feels good about their feet and b really likes it when people rub my feet, uh-huh. Tarantino, holla. Okay. At me. Great. Now we're going to get people you can yelling at you. Yeah. About not liking The Godfather too, and yeah. then right after they're going to be send. F- Oh God! I can tell you. I, this is my favorite movie-going experience of my whole life. Is I saw Kill Bill in the Times Square Theater in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it came out when we were living there, and you know people heckle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And within, we're talking about the first fucking frame of the movie where it's Uma on the floor. It's like her POV yeah. from the floor, yeah. and the guy like standing over her. Now remember, what year was this? Uh, 2005, six. Yeah. Not even that late, I don't think. No, maybe four. Maybe 2004 was the first one. Right. 2005 was the second one or something like that. I saw it with Dan and Rob, so. So remember the time period. We're like 12 seconds in the movie here. Yeah. Some guy goes, leave her alone, Kobe, because of his (laughs) (laughs) rape scandal. And it was the funniest. That's I was the best movie going. This guy, I mean, everybody was going yeah. nuts the whole time, but uh, he got a huge, a lot huge of Knicks laugh. fans in New York, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. or whatever. You know, it was that's hilarious. very funny. That's very funny. I remember yeah. seeing Made in Manhattan in the Times Square oh, Theater, and fuck. and it being the best experience ever. There was a guy with a fucking shopping cart in the movie theater, and it was the offshoot Times Square where you had to like walk yeah. around the block. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy with his belongings in a shopping cart. Uh, Shout out to Elliot DiGiuseppe, who I said. Oh, God. Anyway, all right. Nelson, do you have anything you like to plug? Jeez. Um, I have an episode of A Million Little Things that's <laughs> coming up the second episode of season two. Uh, Is that the name of that show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, I mean, look. Is that the one with Ron Livingston? It is. Mm. He... He's like the flashback guy because he commits suicide in oh, the, he like does? the pilot. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> wow. That was a year ago. In the pilot. Happens in the pilot. Um, my, my favorite of Carrie's boyfriends, by the way. Oh yeah. Again. Like I like I'm a fan of Ron Livingston, obviously. I mean, my God, it's it's all about office space. Yeah. One of the greats. Oh, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I'm also gonna plug a movie I did two or three years ago called Gemini, which is a Hollywood noir movie. Mm-hmm. And watching Chinatown made me really miss doing that. It stars Zoe Kravitz and Lola Kirk. And John Cho, check it out. It's on the internet somewhere. Cool, Meg. Uh, nothing at this time. We're on. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Murphy Megan, and then on what's it called? Twitter. Twitter. At too many Megans, but I don't really tweet. Yeah. Oh yeah, my Instagram is Nelson Mode Squad. You can check me out. 
That's a reference to Busta Rhymes in the 90s. I'm really sorry. Yeah. So you really... Like Flip Mode Squad. Yeah. Thank you. Correct, yeah. Craig. Thank yes. you. Yes. You're welcome. You're the first person who's yeah. ever done it. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at The Oscar Should, on Instagram at The Oscar Should Have Gone To, or Facebook, but honestly, I haven't updated our Facebook page in over a year. Um, it's not... It's all, it's all about Twitter now. Yeah. It's all about Twitter. Um, if you like the podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. And uh, like I said, next time we'll be back with 1972. The movies for that year are The Godfather, one best picture, Cabaret, The Immigrants, Sounder, and Deliverance. Oh, I don't want to watch that. So if you want to hear Megan squeal like a piggy, make sure (laughs) to check us out next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye.